Yes, yes, yes. Hey, how's it going? It's Trump Day. It's Wednesday, January 3rd. It is your morning ritual with me, Gary Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Man, oh man, things are happening. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Rich Rod gets canned by the U of A randomly via email. Hey, Rich, uh, you're fired. Uh, no, and there's really no reason why. Uh, apparently, he was accused. We'll get into this, but he was accused of all kinds of strange things by his administrative assistant. It's like he could be a member of Congress. They were so strange. Uh, it's like he was John Conyers. I don't even know if I should read them. To be honest with you, because what happened is the administrative assistant then decided to not cooperate with investigators. So was she lying? But still, apparently, uh, U of A President Rob Robbins. It's awesome, Bob. Call him Bob. I don't care. I like Rob Robbins better. Uh, he says that they found things that were disturbing, so he had to go, and they're going to pay him like six and a half mil to go away because that's in his contract. Uh, we'll get into that. That is just crazy, crazy stuff. Second thing that I think you need to know, even though you rejected back in 2015, remember those bonds? Isn't that crazy? Seems like it was yesterday, 2015. You rejected, I think it was by like 16 points, uh, the bond that would have uh, paid for all those soccer fields, that giant soccer complex on the south side. Even though you said hell no to that, Chuck Huckleberry says, screw you. And the Pima County Board of Supervisors approved $1.5 million to be spent to start phase one of that sports complex with the soccer fields and stuff. So instead of raising your taxes, and you're like, I don't want taxes to raise, I don't want you to spend money on that, they're spending your money on it anyway. Meanwhile, the roads still suck. Oh, yes. Uh, Third thing. I think you need to know. New report comes out, and this is big. You know, I thought Trump's tweets were great last uh, yesterday, but the, the, this is this is this is good. Center for Immigration Studies did a study. Twenty-four percent of DACA illegal aliens are functionally illiterate, but they're going to add so much. These kids, as Jeff Flake and the losers call them. Yeah, let's let's uh, bring in. Uh, I mean, what's twenty-four thousand? Twenty-four percent of seven hundred thousand. Uh, that would be a lot. That would be somewhere 175, somewhere around there. All you need to know is... Yes. So-and-so's name, check the box. Yeah, uh-huh. Functionally illiterate. Yeah, functionally illiterate generally are very successful in America, aren't they? Maybe especially, we'll especially, see. especially check well, the box. Well, she's functionally illiterate. So, <laughs> uh, yes, functionally illiterate uh, in this country. How many Americans do well by being functionally illiterate? This is why I'm in radio. Yep. There. Well, that's. Uh, I said well, you're not doing well, but neither am I. Anyway, oh, oh. three things I think you need to know, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Now this uh, this rich rod stuff. <laughs> I, I almost feel. And listen, I'm not a fan of rich rod. Uh, it's funny. They're like, oh, you know, we we're worried about the the uh, the direction of the program and this and that and blah 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 blah. blah. Okay. So that's why they fired him. He's gonna fight it. By the way. He is going to fight it bigly, bigly. He said he's vowing to go to go against this. He was fight. He was fired for no reason. We'll get to we'll get to all that stuff. Uh, I do find it strange that apparently his former administrative assistant, uh, Melissa Wilhelmson, he has an attorney claims that uh, that he uh, that Rodriguez did all kinds of weird, abusive type things. Not like physically, but mentally, this, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Rich Rod was having an affair. 
Um, all these things she put it. She she has all this stuff down because she wants to sue. She wants seven and a half million dollars in damages from Rich Rod and his wife. So when the university was like, okay, let's investigate, she's like, yeah, but I'm not going to show you the text messages, the information, all this. Stuff. She refused to cooperate and turn over any information that backed up her allegations. So that's why I'm kind of like, man, I don't know if I should read this stuff. But then it's a lawsuit, and there are other news organizations that have the bullet points out there. So how can I not? Because you can find them on your own, right? She eventually resigned this woman as uh, her job as the coach's assistant. Uh, so she she resigned, but she's suing for seven and a half million bucks. She wants that straight from Rich Rod. Huh. Okay. Uh, now, the school, Rob Robbins, whoever the uh, the athletic director is now, is it Hanky or something like that? Doesn't matter. Whatever. Heeky, Dave Heeky or Heek, whatever. Uh, those guys, I mean, man, this guy, by the way, this AD, holy crap, what a, what a, you know, what storm this guy stepped into, huh? The old AD left, what, a little over a year ago? And this guy steps into it. Rich Rod is apparently doing all kinds of weird things, even though he says he has not done weird things, except he admits the, the whole affair. Uh, and then all of a sudden the uh, basketball program is being investigated by the FBI. Uh, cause one of the coaches is charged with basically making bribes, taking bribes, doing that stuff. I mean, this, what a, what a mess, what an absolute mess. So in a statement that was written by the president of the U of A, who just, of course, got the job too. He's got a mess on his hands, Bob Robbins and the AD Dave Heakey or Heak, whatever his name is. Um, they were, while this is a difficult decision, it's the right decision. And it's a decision that lives up to the core values of the University of Arizona. Again, we're just a just a sidebar if you're new. And maybe you are. Maybe you are. Uh, I had a big issue with Rich Rod when the old wide receiver Samaje Grant. Remember that guy, Samaje Grant? A few years ago, uh, after U of A beat ASU in a football game, Samaje Grant apparently celebrated by driving somebody's car that wasn't his. Just lent to him. Brand new car. Didn't have a driver's license, was high as a kite while driving, uh, got pulled over by the cops in around the downtown U of A area, uh, near the school, actually. Uh, and when the cops were going up to it, when it, there was him and a whole bunch of people in the car, and he was driving, he had no license. Somebody threw some some weed and like a one-hitter out the window, as if the cop's not, not going to notice. And they, the cop said, I smell weed everywhere. And they, they, they took him out of the car. And this guy was all smiles. Samaji Grant, they said, hey, you know, what, what's going on? Do you smoke weed? Oh, yeah, man. I did. <laughs> yeah, it was a, not a problem, though, right? So he admits all this stuff. He's driving while stoned. All this other random things are going on. This weird booster just gives a brand new car to this guy. And the old athletic director and Rich Rod didn't announce publicly for like a week what they were going to do to this guy. I mean, it's a big deal, right? You want to talk about character and values. What do they do? They they suspended him for the first half of the Pac-12 championship game. That's some values right there, huh? Yeah. That's some values right there. So uh, the U of A said that they did this whole big investigation into Richrod. And they couldn't. They couldn't conclude anything because the woman, his former administrative assistant, wouldn't comply, wouldn't wouldn't turn over any any details that she claimed she had, any information, any evidence, all that stuff. Wouldn't wouldn't do any of it, right? 
So they closed it and said, all right, um, we're done here. Right? We're, I mean, we're, that's it. We're good. There's nothing here because there's nothing to back up your claims. You won't, you won't work with us. But then Bob Robbins said, but what, then we looked more into this and we saw things. Um, we saw things that were not good. <clears throat> it says here, uh, in October of this past year, the university's Office of Institutional Equity retained outside counsel to investigate allegations of sexual harassment against Mr. Rodriguez after this former employee alleged that uh, he harassed her on multiple occasions. That's what, like, okay, here we go, Congress again, and Matt Lauer, and Hollywood, and so anyway, they said he's entitled to a fair investigation, due process. Uh, in no time has the university believed Mr. Rodriguez posed any danger to any member of the community. So they had this law firm. After her initial report to the university in October, the former employee retained counsel and declined multiple requests from the university to participate in the investigation into her allegations. In addition, she was unwilling to turn over communications that she alleged provided support for her allegations and a recently filed notice of a financial claim against Mr. Rodriguez. So she wouldn't cooperate. So the investigation concluded December 28th, just, what, last week? It found the original specific harassment allegations against Mr. Rodriguez couldn't be substantiated based on the evidence and witnesses available to it. So they couldn't, all right, nothing there. However, the U of A put out in the statement, Arizona Athletics did become aware of information both before and during the investigation, which caused it to be concerned with the direction and climate of the football program. As a result, we've been reviewing the findings and are deliberating our course of action, meaning they fired him. While this is a difficult decision, it's the right decision, and it's a decision that lives up to the core values of the U of A. Blah, 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 blah. Character town. So, out of all that stuff, this one sentence, Arizona Athletics did become aware of information both before and during the investigation, which caused it to be concerned with the direction and climate of the football program. So that's it? That's the only reason they fired I mean... What was it? What was it? We don't know. So that's why I say, should we even bother reading? I mean, I, you don't think I should? It's published everywhere, though. The things in her lawsuit, they, they you know, her, her attorneys leaked them out. Sure, I get that, but it's not being substantiated. But they're so entertaining. <laughs> then, 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 then entertain away, my man. They're so entertaining. It's just like, uh, you know. Let me give you a hint. Let me give, let me give, let me give, let me give you a hint. Let me give you a hint. Um, among the allegations. Now, again, she wouldn't, it, it was the university investigate. doesn't mean they, they're perfect in their investigation, by the way. <clears throat> um, Rodriguez asked Wilhelmson, again, that's his, his executive assistant or administrative assistant. Rodriguez asked Wilhelmson to get him underwear from the equipment area. After she found a male staff member to bring them to him, Rodriguez told her how, quote, his preferred style of underwear visually enhances genitalia when worn, end quote. Why is that weird? I, I'm just not weird. And you don't tell a random woman that that's not your wife. It's his assistant. It's a female. That's inappropriate. What if it was a male? Would it be OK then? Sure. What if what if no. he, what if he what, was a lady? Can you imagine and her if I told you, "Hey Ryan, by the way, hey Ryan, the kind of underwear I like to wear it, it, it enhances me." And I would say, "Yeah, you probably need all the enhancement you can get." That's different. You can't say it to a chick. You can't do it. You can't do it. 
That's why women only have pillow fights in the lingerie with each other, not with men, because they know it's appropriate that way. It's inappropriate the other. Okay. All right. Next one. I See, there's, is there more? There's got to be more than just that. You said entertainment. That was one thing. There's, you don't find that to be entertaining and strange? I, I do. That's what I'm saying. Okay, we'll get to more. But, <laughs> but I need some more. Why are you going to invite me like that? Because, like I'm that. Invi- after the break. Uh, because there's more also in the fact that um, Rich Rod has responded. We'll get to more of these allegations. But Rich Rod has responded. And it's an incredible response that he wrote to this entire investigation. I'm like, what? you don't believe what he did? What he went through? All this stuff? All this stuff. Besides, if the underwear cure the problem, you save money on the little pills, if you know what I mean. Some of the advertisers we have here. <clears throat> Are you done? Yeah, Are you okay. done? Good. Thank you. Okay, we'll continue. <laughs> because we have to. We're paid to be here until 10 o'clock. But no, there's more. Oh, there's a lot more. Wait till you hear what Rich Rod put out a statement. He's going to fight it and what he did to prove he's innocent. It's coming up in about uh, four minutes. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. No, you're right about that. Hi, 627. Yeah. You're right about that, Ryan. It's actually, my wife and I, we didn't really do much uh, for each other for Christmas and Hanukkah. So, And I joke around that, you know, little Jewish kids don't, you know, we don't have it as good as the kids that celebrate Christmas. The Catholics, the Christians, the Protestants, the Lutherans, you name it. You're right. Because we get like, you know, underwear and socks. And what did my wife get me? Underwear. But I gotta. T- I can't say it on the air. But apparently, it's like good. Like, I'll tell you, it's quality stuff. Apparently, it's quality stuff. Pima cotton. I don't know, but apparently, it's quality stuff. And I'm like, right. you want me to start wearing underwear now? And anyway, um, is it Egyptian cotton? Ugh. Thousand thread count. I don't know if the Jews really want to wear the Egyptian cotton. Well, right there, you know, in the past, it's but, a new day. Uh, Sixty outside right now, but it feels a lot colder than that. Seventy four will be the high today. Um, what? <laughs> I'm just, it's, I love it. Uh, we were, I'm sorry, Ryan and I were talking during the break, too, about this stuff, you know. <laughs> and, and, stuff. and we're like, we're like, all right, so, uh, you know, according to this administrative assistant, Rich Rod is, like, telling his administrative assistant that he likes it when he gets underwear that makes his Rich Rod look big. <laughs> so, but he denies that. He denies he said that or did that or anything like that, and... It's like people in power think they could just do this stuff and get away with it because they always have, whether you're in sports, Congress, or Hollywood, or whatever, right? Seems to be that way. Uh, anyway, so Rich Rod uh, has responded. He, uh, he put out a statement on Twitter, because why not? And again, the, he apparently the only thing that he, and I love this too, so he wrote his whole statement on his iPhone, uh, on notes, and then he took screenshots of it and posted it on Twitter. And the reason I can tell that is because I see that it's Verizon and it's 33% charged and his Bluetooth is on. Anyway, uh, he wrote, I am not a perfect man. Because again, he admits that he had the affair and he's trying to make things better with his wife. By the way, one of the things his assistant in the lawsuit accuses him of is that apparently he, he said, my, she said, he made me get a pass for his girlfriend to be on the field of a football game. I think the USC football game. And his wife was on the field of the same game. And he made me stand between them so there was no, <laughs> there was nothing crazy going to happen. That's what she claims. But again, she wouldn't, subst- she wouldn't, anyway. So he writes, I'm not a perfect man, but the claims by my former assistant are simply not true. And her demands for a financial settlement are outrageous. I'm saddened that these accusations and investigation have caused my family additional stress. 
To my players, staff, and supporters, it's been an honor to serve and lead, lead and serve you. As I'm sure that they would expect me to do, I will vigorously fight these fabricated and groundless claims. Is he saying fake news? Is he saying that? I think you need some substantiation from the accuser, well, correct? Uh, I knew, oh, yeah, that was actually the last page. Sorry. I was deeply disappointed to learn by email this evening that the U of A is buying out my contract. My coaching staff and I are very, we're very excited about the trajectory of our young team, and I look forward to 2018 and beyond. So they fired him via email. This action comes on the heels of an outside investigation by the university into alleged workplace misconduct. This investigation considered a complaint by my former administrative assistant who threatened a $7.5 million lawsuit alleging harassment. The university initiated a thorough outside investigation. I fully cooperated with the investigation, including voluntarily taking and passing a polygraph. That's big. You pass a polygraph? Only George Costanza can get away with that one. The university determined that there was no truth to her accusations and found me innocent of any wrongdoing. This was a thorough investigation. It lasted over 10 weeks, included multiple staff, multiple members of my current and former staff. Notably, the complainant refused to cooperate with the investigation. That's why I feel bad saying these things. They're just so entertaining. I think I should just say every time that she refused to back up this stuff. These are wild stories. Notably, again, she refused to cooperate. It was comforting to be reassured of what I already knew. The claims were baseless and false. Regret- regrettably, the complainant included a single truth. In the past, I had a consensual extramarital affair with a woman who is not affiliated with the university. It was wrong. I've apologized to my wife and family. I'm still incredibly, I'm working incredibly hard to repair the bonds I've broken and regain the trust of my wife and children whom I love dearly. Okay. I'm not perfect, all that stuff. That's his response. And he dude passed a polygraph? Come on. So what the hell did the U of A do to fire him? Are there going to be more lawsuits? Are they, again, is this where, where society is to where, you know what? If there's an accusation, we're just going to fire you. And people aren't, Given, um, given the chance to prove their innocence, well, this is what everybody wanted, right? Social, social, social justice, right? It seems, it seems this is social. You're justice. guilty, and you have to prove yourself innocent. Yeah, like it is in Russia and all the other third world places man, around the world. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Hey, that's what you wanted. You don't have to bring proof; just bring accusations. It's crazy, isn't it? You Garrett, can you're a great boss. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I don't need any proof. You, I just got to say it. 880. <laughs> there's no proof. 880. Wow. K, and I'm not a boss. 880. I mean, I'm a boss, but I'm not a boss. 880. KNST. 880. 5678. Uh, if you'd like to comment, uh, we'll get into more of this. We're supposed to do a story uh, today at 710 about uh, where you buy your food, make, make, you may make you racist. And then this happened. So we're going to have to put we don't I, want I, I just, it's this whole, to me, it's incredible what they've done. They, they did this whole investigation of these insane claims this woman had. They found him innocent and they still fired him. You know, it's just, it becomes a circus. Yeah. We'll get into more of this. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We also got to get into Trump's tweets. Trump's tweets were absolutely phenomenal. What he treated, uh, tweeted about North Korea, driving the media crazy. And apparently he's going to uh, host an award show. About fake news. I sw- I'll tell you about that coming up in about uh, 6. 6.33, here's the latest from Fox. Normally, you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife. But in a strange way, you like it. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Just ask your wife. Yes. Yes. Hi, 6.42. Don't, don't, no, don't, don't shake. But it's cool. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. I've been tweeting out Rich Rod's statement. 
The University of Arizona's statement yesterday, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. Follow me, please. It's very easy to do. Two R's, one T. Otherwise, you're following some weatherman in northwest Arkansas. No joke. He is two T's in his name. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, Rich Rod out at the U of A, fired by email. Uh, and he doesn't really know why. There was an investigation brought on uh, because his administrative assistant, former, said he did all kinds of bad things. U of A investigated. Rich Rod, apparently, according to himself, cooperated, even passed a polygraph. She refused to cooperate. But the U of A said, we found other things before and after the investigation that worried us, so we fired him. Wow, okay. Still got to pay him out six and a half mil a year. Second thing I think you need to know, Pima County approves, the board approves one and a half million bucks to be spent to start the planning stages for that giant soccer complex on the south side. Yes, that same soccer complex that you voted down in a bond to pay for. They're like, we don't care, we'll use your money anyway. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Third thing, I think you need to know, study from the Center for Immigration Studies says that 24% of DACA illegal aliens are functionally illiterate. Tell me again, Jeff Flake, how this is going to be good. Like, how can you be successful when you're functionally illiterate? Can you just... And they're not kids. They're in their 20s and 30s. They're not kids. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, Now, this this is a beaut, Clark. I love these. Uh, The Trumpster was in rare form yesterday. Or maybe that just is his form. He put out some tweets that, I mean, I... I mean, I put it out. Listen, I put the tweet on my Facebook page. So if you follow, if you uh, like and follow my my page, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio, you'd see it as of yesterday. And you could comment on it. I just got a call. Apparently, there's a Garrett Lewis that works at McDonald's. And the guy thought it was you and your other job, which is fine. Let us be the funny ones. So anyway. Can you give me a Big Mac? No. I'll, <laughs> Trump tweets out yesterday. Uh, last night, actually, I saw it, and I I was like, oh, oh my God. My wife's like, what? I'm like, oh, oh, my God. He tweets out, I'll be announcing the most dishonest and corrupt media awards of the year on Monday at 5 o'clock. <laughs> Subjects will cover dishonesty and bad reporting in various categories from the fake news media. Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, look at that. It's the third one down. Look at that. Look at that. And I love how in all caps, well, he writes, I'll be announcing in all caps now, the most dishonest and corrupt media awards of the year. And then goes back to regular writing on Monday at five o'clock. Dishonest. I like how he capitalizes. Subjects will be cover. Subjects will cover dishonesty with dishonesty being capitalized and bad reporting also capitalized. I love it. It's so good. I mean, what, what exactly is that going to be? Like what? What are you going to announce? What are the categories? I, I can't wait to hear this stuff. I, what is Mika's face going to win? What's the over under for uh, CNN taking taking a sweep? Oh, you know you'd think so because he really can't stand it, but he also can't stand the the, the failing New York Times, <laughs> the Washington Post, yeah. MSNBC with Joe and Mika's face. I mean, there's a lot that's there that he's like, hmm. I don't like you. This is bad. Time Magazine. I mean, it's all there. Oof. Uh, I, this is, this guy's the president of the United States. I think it's fantastic. I think it's fan. Oh, that's not how you're supposed to act. Why? You're, so you're supposed to act like a, like a lying, corrupt, two-faced fool, like the rest of them that have always been there? You can go down the, down the line. 
Except, you know, Reagan, I thought was pretty good. But anyway, you, you can go down the line. What was he lying about Iran Contra? Who knows? But you can go down the line. Look, look at, look at Bush, look at Obama, look at Clinton, look at the Bush before that, you know, read my lips, no new taxes. And he lies about it. And you're going to say this. So that's okay. I mean, all the lying that politicians do, and then they get freaked out by what Trump writes. And then Trump fires back and the North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un, the maniac. Uh, he said that he has the nuclear button on his desk always. So Trump fires back and I'm like, Ooh, they're going to, the media is going to lose their mind. Trump fires back. North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un just stated that the nuclear button is on his desk at all times. Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I, too, have a nuclear button, but it is a much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works. <laughs> well, he has a good button holder on his desk. Yeah, look look at this button. huh? Little Marco over there, little hands. Look at these hands. He couldn't push this button with his small hands. So, of course, oh, oh my, my God. God, you're going to go... And you know what's funny? The people that are going to hate are going to go, you, you, you're going to just, you're going to rile them on. The guy's a lunatic to begin with. He knows exactly what he's doing. By the way, I think Trump did, did these things. I mean, they still don't get it. The media still doesn't get it. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be done that there's going to be a lot of pressure on. I think Trump's running cover. They got to figure out what's going on with this DACA stuff. And Trump wants uh, ending chain migration, ending the visa lottery. He wants the wall. He also should push for E-Verify, by the way. He wants that stuff. It's going to be a fight. I don't see the Democrats giving in. I really don't. I think what's going to happen is that we're going to come to the DACA thing, and I don't know if Trump. I don't think Trump's going to extend it. He's a deal maker. You know what? Okay, that you didn't make the deal that I want. These guys got to leave. I think that's what's going to happen. Come March, uh, they got to fund the government. It was only a few week extension. Um, uh, they they have a lot to do, a lot to do. So I think Trump's kind of running cover and the media's going to concentrate on that. Look at this hand while this hand does other things. You know, like the magician. They, they just don't get it. They don't get it. So anyway, <clears throat> I thought that was great. Oh, there's a, a 648 on KNST, AIM 790. There's, a, there's one person, the, the last tweet that I did. A member of the media reported that tweet to Twitter. No joke. Yes, uh, there's a guy that like looks at the media, which is so funny, on CNN, Brian Stetler. Brian Stetler um, reported that tweet that Trump did toward Kim Jong-un. He reported it as a Twitter violation. What a big man, huh? A Twitter violation. You know those videos on Twitter of like, People getting beat up or radical Muslims throwing people off buildings. Does he report those to Twitter? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, he was very upset. He called Trump's behavior madness. And he literally. He literally. Reported him. On Twitter. Uh, Dan Scavino Jr., who is Trump's uh, media guy, social media director of social media. Uh, was going back and forth with Stetler. Uh, Stetler, I mean, he was he was going crazy yesterday. Going, I mean, he was going nuts as to what he was doing. Matter of fact, I have uh, throw me up over there, Ryan, if you don't mind. Listen to Brian Stetler yesterday. I want you to hear this. Here we go. I think we could apply a test to his 16 tweets today. The test would be if this were the leader of 
this were the leader of Germany or China or Brazil, what would we say? How would we cover these tweets? We would say these are the messages from a person who is not well, from a leader who is not fit for office. Well, I mean, the, the counter-argument to that is, look, he just has a different style, and other presidents have mm -hmm. tried you know, more diplomatic language, more presidential language, uh, you know, yeah, vis-a-vis North Korea, and his supporters will say, well, look, that didn't work, and maybe this is yeah. the way to go. And certainly on Twitter, uh, any president, whether it's uh, former President Obama, now President Trump, future presidents of the U.S., they can use Twitter and Facebook and other social media tools to great effect uh, to achieve legislative victories, oh, uh, to God. persuade the public to come to their side. Oh, he is. But I don't think that's what we're seeing with his use of Twitter hmm. tonight. In fact, Yeah, uh, I actually think he is. So, Scavino... Trump's social media director writes, carry on with your night at Brian Steltler. While you would love nothing more than to see a Twitter violation for handle Donald Trump, real Donald Trump, you and all your liberal friends have nothing. Keep calling Twitter. Stop trying to be the news. Just report the news and try keeping it real. And Steltler responded. Thanks, Dan. I reached out to a Twitter spokesman and he had no immediate comments. So Scavino Rose, thank you for the, thank you for the update. I know you'd love nothing more than to report via CNN at real Donald Trump's account has been vi has violated Twitter's uh, whatever rules and action has been taken. I'm confident that's not going to happen. Why? Because POTUS doesn't draw fake red lines. Please try and go report real news. So there you go. I mean, I just thought that was great. Great stuff right there. 880-KNST, 880-5678. If you would like to comment, feel free. We have more on the Rich Rod stuff coming up. Uh, man, we have we have so much to get to. Um, more on this uh, this this story about the DAC illegal aliens. By the way, I'll hit that up before we get to the top of the hour. That they are functionally illiterate. We also have to get to this story about uh, Chuck Huckleberry not listening to the people that are his boss, which are residents wanting to pay for that soccer stadium that people rejected in the bond. We'll get to all that. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. Bob, 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 hello. How's it going? It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's 7.07. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk, and I am so glad that you are here. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, Rich Rod, football coach of the OEA, gets canned by email. Imagine that, like you're like eating dinner and you, you know phone goes and you're like, oh, I got an email. I'm fired. Yeah, Rich Rod gets canned. Apparently, he was accused of sexual harassment. Yet he was cleared of like all the charges after the university investigated. But he still got canned. This doesn't make much sense. I'll get to that coming up. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know: Pima County Board of Supervisors. Oh, what are they? What are they doing? What are they thinking? What's going on? You uh, have a board of supervisors uh, decide to fund a million and a half dollars. I mean, roads are not fixed. Million and a half bucks to start the planning process to build that soccer stadium complex thing down on the south side. Even though you rejected that in the bond back in 2015, you're like, don't spend my money on that and don't raise my taxes. They don't care what you think at all. Holy smokes, we'll get to that too. I mean, we have to have time to get to that today. We have to. So, uh, it's just disturbing. Third thing I think you need to know, a study done by 
Center for Immigration Studies shows that these um, young adults that are DAC illegal aliens, even though Jeff Lake calls them kids and these losers call them kids, uh, these DACA recipients, these illegal aliens, 24% are functionally illiterate. Functionally illiterate. How are they going to help? What's going on? And and what was what did I where, where did I just say to more further down in that study? Well, there's more. Um, actually, the Harvard scholar Roberto Gonzalez, who wants the amnesty for them, by the way, he did a study, but he was honest. Seventy three percent of the DACA recipients live in low income households, qualify for free lunch, get other well uh, federal welfare benefits, that kind of stuff. Uh, and the Congressional Budget Office had a report showing that almost 20% of the DACA illegal aliens would end up on food stamps within 10 years. But hey, these are people that are really going to add to us, and they're going to do this and that. Uh-huh. Get out of here. Three things that I think you need uh, to know. Okay. Now, this Rich Rod thing is very, very, very strange. I mean, this all happened very quickly. It happened last night. Uh, it, it, it was put out there. The U of A put out a statement saying that they investigated Rich Rod because he was being accused by a former administrative assistant named Melissa Wilhelmson. She claimed that uh, I mean, she was a hostile work environment, sexual harassment, all kinds of things. So the university said, all right, we'll investigate. And when they started to investigate, she decided to not cooperate at all. Um. And Rich Rod did cooperate, according to his statement that he released, and I tweeted that, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter, and you can read it for yourself. So he cooperated. He even said, I passed a polygraph. He said, the only thing that she said that's correct, and I, you know, I take ownership of it, is that I had an affair uh, with a woman that does not work at the university. It was consensual, and I'm trying to repair that with my wife and my kids. Best of luck with that one. Uh, but that that's the only thing that he said that she she put down that is that is correct. So she decided to not cooperate with the university. They're like, show us the proof of all the things you you allege that Rich Rod did. And she did not. She did not want to cooperate. So they cleared him on December 28th and it ended the investigation December 28th. However, and, and I mean, that shouldn't that be right there? If all of a sudden the woman that accuses him of all kinds of crazy stuff refuses to back up what she says so they cleared him but then in the statement from the university of arizona president robert robbins and dave hickey the director of athletics if i'm pronouncing that correctly if i'm not whatever h-e-e-k-e heek 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 i don't know doesn't matter here's the thing they put out a statement together and they said um they said in this statement the investigation, which concluded on December 28, 2017, found that the original specific harassment allegations against Mr. Rodriguez could not be substantiated based on the evidence and witnesses available to it. Okay, so nothing could be substantiated. And they wrote down, after her initial report, the administrative assistant, she retained counsel and declined multiple requests from the university to participate in the investigation into her allegations. And she was unwilling to turn over communications that she alleged uh, alleged provided support for her allegations and recently filed a notice of financial claim against Rich Rod. She wants seven and a half mil from him. That's just a starting point. I'm sure she'd take like two. Anyway. Uh, so they said, we, you know, nothing could be substantiated. 
However, they wrote, Arizona Athletics did become aware of information both before and during the investigation, which caused it to be concerned with the direction and climate of the football program. So they fired him via email. Not even a phone call. So, okay, a couple of things here. Whatever they found, was it that bad that they literally didn't want to talk to him? He's your football coach for six years. There's just no respect to even say, hey, Rich, we saw a lot of this stuff here. So you got to go. Or do they legally not want to say anything to him? Did it have anything come back to bite them? So they just you know, wrote an email and said, you're out. I mean, I don't, even, I don't know what the termination email was, but they said they're going to honor the separation terms of this contract. And I believe he's going to get like six and a half mil or something like that. So do you think there's a clause in there that would prevent them from doing that? Because if, if there were... I, I think they could fire them any way they want, as long as they say, but they still have to pay them. You know, right. they, the contract is like, you know, for any reason, blah, 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 unless they murder somebody or whatever, but... They wouldn't pay out. If you, if you sexually harassed... Yeah, uh, I was buying six, about six million bucks. All right, so... Six million bucks. They don't have to keep them employed. They couldn't fire him for cause, but they still fired him. So Rich Rod is like, I'm going to vigorously fight these fabricated and groundless claims. Okay. Why? Well, I don't know what you're going to do. I mean, they're not like they're going to hire you back. Exactly. Unless you're going to fight these claims and get even more money from them. Well, there's that. So I think that's obviously the end game here. And he's going to probably say, I think this is a bunch of crap. But, you know, so you see that. But then I'm like, would they really? Would the university really put themselves out there in such a legal bind if they really didn't have any justification to fire him? Whatever they found, they thought it was so bad, they fired him like instantly via email. So I don't know who's, we don't know who is right, who is wrong here, and it's kind of extreme on both sides because it's like, man, they must have found something pretty crazy to fire him just like that. And you're thinking, he must know that they have a lot of dirt on him, yet he's like, screw this, I'm going to fight you till my very last breath. So obviously it must not be that bad, or, or are they just going to sit back and just put that out there and then come up with a settlement and they just all leave, which may be the end game in this. Now again, the one thing that he did, he did cop to is, yes, I did have an affair. I did have an affair. Um... And okay, now everything that this woman claimed that sh- that that Rich Rod did, she couldn't back it up. I find it to be a bit disturbing uh, that the Arizona Republic and the local paper here got their hands on on the lawsuit that she has filed seven and a half million bucks. It went directly to the Attorney General's office, and and it's being published. Now again, if if she could not back up anything that she claimed, and granted that's only the university's investigation. But if she refused to cooperate, couldn't back anything up, wouldn't wouldn't turn over evidence to prove that she's right. You don't have to. No, but other places have it. And just some of the things that she said are just so insane. And the fact that Rich Rod wrote, now again this is just him writing, but Rich Rod wrote and I tweeted it. He wrote in a statement that he passed a polygraph to prove that he is correct. Okay. Passed a polygraph. Wow. I mean, that's... He said, I, I fully cooperated with the investigation, including voluntarily taking and passing a polygraph. University determined there was no truth to her accusations, found me innocent of any wrongdoing. Yet they still fired him. Now, granted, the things that she accused him of, 
And because there's still that that lawsuit that she has. I mean, she's wanting damages from Rich Rod and his wife. Um, it's a nine-page claim. Arizona Republic got a copy of the nine-page claim last night. I think, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it's, if it's out there and it's public record, why, why would I? I'm not being the one that's irresponsible here. Am I irresponsible if I actually say this stuff? I mean, maybe some of it actually, they say that none of it's true or her claims, but then they found something. I, I, Is it bad? I uh, want to hear some of the weirder Yeah, things. no, it, I think it's normal to want <laughs> to hear some. Okay. I, think, I think it's normal to want to hear some of the weirder things. Well, uh, let, let's hear them. What do you got? Well, hang on. Before we get any further, the U of A statement is that they said, this evening we informed head coach, head football coach Rich Rodriguez that we have terminated his employment effective immediately and will honor the separation in terms of his contract. The decision is based on several factors, including the direction and climate of our football program. The direct, I thought they had a decent year. The direction and climate. So you say, what's with the climate? What's going on with that? The climate, well, what is that? According to this woman, who again, could not back up, let me just say this, could not back up her claims. By the way, Richard, if you're listening, you're more than welcome to come in, come into studio, to call, you name it. She can't back any of this up, but she says, she claims, it's Melissa Wilhelmson, she worked for Rich Rod from late 2011 to August of this past year, August of 2017. She felt constant pressure to hide Rich Rod's extramarital affair from his wife. She said she, along with two others on the football staff, referred to themselves as the triangle of secrecy. Maybe that's what it is. I can see that. That's a lot of pressure. Uh, But again, she couldn't back any of this up. Okay. But she described several occasions in which Rich Rod's actions and words made her particularly uncomfortable. Including, he pulled a John Conyers, according to her, even though she can't back any of this up. She says he walked past her shirtless in his underwear, trying to kiss her and asking her to come to his house alone to assist him with his dog. Now, again, she refused to cooperate to back up any of this stuff, and Rich Rod passed a polygraph. I'm assuming they say, did you ever walk past her? Naked. Yeah. Semi-naked. Yeah, in your underwear. and Ask her to help you with the dog. Yes. Again, university said... She declined multiple requests to participate in the investigation into her allegations and was unwilling to turn over communications that she alleged provided support for her allegations. So this is just a very weird situation. We don't know who's telling the truth, who's lying, who's not lying. I mean, do you want to hear more of these random crazy things? Are these just so crazy that they can't be true? But you know what? Now that you... Now that we lived through the Matt Lauer situation where he had a button under his desk to lock the door and he had sex with a cut with a person underneath it, literally, but <laughs> a, per, a subordinate who like passed out on the yeah. floor. I mean, you hear all these crazy, you're like, I can believe anything nowadays. And that's unfair to Rich Rod if he's telling the truth by saying he passed a polygraph. 880-KNSC, 880-5678. Don't you think this is a bit much? Unless we, we don't know what the U of A found out, but it seems, since we don't know anything, that... Men are getting tossed under the bus nowadays. If you're accused of anything, they're going to find any reason to get rid of you because nobody wants to deal with a headache or a lawsuit. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Maybe this is going to be one of the beginning stories in this subject where you just don't want to believe the woman. Let me ask you something. You keep saying he passed a polygraph, meaning he didn't lie, right? Yeah. 
and she refused to. Well, we don't. They don't tell. They don't tell us the answer of the of the. What the, was the polygraph? Yeah. Did he say yes? I did do that because they don't say yes. He did or no. He didn't. He denied it or or. Well, he says everything it. is baseless and false. So I'm assuming he said everything's baseless and false, and it didn't show any weird readings. Hey, there's more to this. Eight eight zero KNST. Eight eight zero five six seven eight. Some of the things she accuses him of are just. I mean, they're they're nuts. What else we got, man? Or, I mean, does it really matter? But anyway, you'll we'll get some of these because even though, again, she didn't, I almost feel weird, but they're out there. It's it's in the news. We'll continue in five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Fuck. Yeah, it's 60 outside. Leave me alone. 729. It was really cold at like four, though. That's why I guess I'm just, really? But it must have warmed up. It's going to be 74 around there today. So that's cool. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter, follow me, please, because I'm putting more information and tweeting stuff out and everything about Rich Rod and every day, and it's just fun and it's good and it's entertaining and it's fun and it's good. And it's, there you go. Um, at Garrett Lewis, two R's, one T on Twitter, and you should be on Twitter just because of me. So that's cool. So some of the weird things that this, um, some of the weird things that this lady, this former administrative assistant, is accusing Rich Rod of. Uh, and again, let me just say, she refused to cooperate with the university. So he took a polygraph. So who do you believe here? How do you not believe Rich Rod? But she still has a, a private counsel and she is suing. She claims all this stuff is true, even though she didn't cooperate. Maybe her lawyer said, don't say a word to the university. Screw them. We're going to take this uh, to court and we're going to reach a settlement or something. So, but he took a. He took a polygraph. I don't know. Anyway, this is some of the allegations in her lawsuit. <clears throat> uh, Melissa Wilhelmson. Uh, the coach called her into his office, she claims, in January of 2017 when he began discussing his marital problems and then grabbed her, embraced her, touched the side of her breast and tried to kiss her. She managed to pull away. Two weeks later, he called her back to his office and said he wanted to take care of her. Rodriguez handed her $300 in cash, but she refused the money. That's it? Again, she refused to show any evidence of any of this. I don't know how you have evidence, but in February 2017, he called her into his office. Maybe, is it, is it texting? Is it just like an office intercom? Anyway, he called her into his office in February 2017, and while talking, she saw him grasping his penis, uh, penis beneath his basketball shorts. <clears throat> Rodriguez asked Wilhelmson to get him underwear from the equipment area after she found a male staff member to bring them to him. Rodriguez told her how this, how his preferred style of underwear visually enhanced his genitalia when worn. I like my rich rod to to look bigger. You know what I'm saying? I'm rich rod and I like my rich rod to look bigger. Anyway, a coaching assistant. Oh, wait, wait. Rodriguez timed, she claims, in the lawsuit. Again, she couldn't back any of this up. She refused to talk to the university. Rodriguez timed his workout so he would walk back to his office shirtless in front of her. Okay. He's a football coach. Yeah. I mean, is it weird if you work in an office, but I mean, I guess we have different expectations if you're a coach of a team. A coaching assistant, she claims, made a comment that when Wilhelmson raised money for the football program... She did it by rubbing her breasts on donors. Rodriguez laughed at the comment. Rodriguez, she claims, again, he took a polygraph where he said he passed it. University said, yeah, we're clearing you of charges, but they still fired him. I'm just like, no. 
Rodriguez asked Wilhelmson to come to his home alone to help him with his dog. Wilhelmson texted the coach that she and her husband could come, but she would not come alone. And he texted back, you know I love you, with a kissing face emoji. On Wilhelmson's last day of work, August 11, 2017, Rodriguez's wife cornered her in the office, demanded to know the truth about her husband's affair. Wilhelmson said she apologized for not informing his wife sooner. She also expressed concern about a thing called a hideaway book. Written by Rodriguez and given annually to coaches and football operations staff, the goal was to establish secrecy within Rodriguez's inner circle and establish complete control of the group. I don't know. The claim said one outgrowth of the hideaway book was saying Title IX doesn't exist in our office. That's a federal law barring discrimination on the basis of sex and covers sexual harassment, sexual violence, gender-based discrimination. She said she suffered migraines, nightmares, work-related stress, put strain on her marriage. She had to go to counseling. She quit her job. She, uh, after being refused to, uh, to transfer to another job at the school. So there you go. And apparently, yeah, there was one story that I read that um, he had, in 2015, he had her, the assistant, uh, get his girlfriend that he was in the affair with Sideline passes to the game. His wife was also on the sidelines, and she was told by him to stand in between them to make sure there was no tension. Awkward. But again, she refused to show any evidence of anything she backed up. Anything. Man, oh man, U of A's, it, what a mess, though. The basketball program being, invest, being investigated by the FBI. Uh, the football program taking this big hit. Uh, remember, you had the track and field coach, former assistant track and field, Craig Carter. Multiple felony charges, former uh, threatening former athlete. Uh, he had a sexual relationship with her. All this stuff. Crazy, isn't it? 880-KNST, 880-5678. You can comment if you'd like. Uh, there's more that we need to get to, though. Uh, 734 KNST, AM 790. 810 this morning, we'll do the story about uh, Pima County. Saying, I don't care what you think, you voted down the bond to, to build that soccer stadium, we're going to use your money to do it anyway. Oh, yeah. And by the way, not only is that happening, you'll know why I make fun of uh, High Pants Bud Foster, the curmudgeon on Tucson News Now, because he is nothing but a press release. He is a human press release for Pima County. Hard-hitting report that he had. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's what's going on there. Uh, now there's other information. Uh, football player Carson Wentz. He's a hunter. You'll like this. He uh, posted a Twitter picture wishing his hunting dog happy birthday, and some people were offended by it. You got to hear his response. We'll get to that. Don't go anywhere. Here's the latest from Fox. He gets you up, gets you going. He stimulates you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, 742. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like I should be at the roller rink right now. Couple skate only coming up. No. Any three things I think you need to know. We're done couple skating. Okay. Are you and me? I can't skate backwards. Neither can you. Oh, I can't. What are you, nuts? I grew up playing ice hockey. On quads? Rollerblades? You name it. Don't worry about it. You're done. But there are three things I think you need to know. Fake news. Number one. <laughs> uh, Rich Rod out at the U of A. They fired him last night via email. Uh, via email. We hate you so much. We fire you via email. 
Uh, I mean, there was apparently claims from a former administrative assistant that he sexually harassed her, but she refused to cooperate or show evidence that, that, that she was telling the truth. And he took a polygraph and passed. And they still fired him. The U of A said, we found other things that are disturbing. Well, what are those other things? And now Rich Rod is saying, I'm going to fight this. Good luck, U of A. You're a mess. Second thing that I think you need to know, Pima County, we'll get to this at 810 this morning. Pima County, uh, the Board of Supervisors approved a million and a half dollars worth of spending to get started on those soccer fields, that big complex that you voted down in a bond election in 2015. They don't care what you think. They think this is going to make everything great on the south side. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Third, and by the way, we'll get to that. It's an incredible story. Third, it's like they just they have no idea how bad the failure of the baseball stadium was. That It sits there being mothballed. Anyway, third thing that I think you need to know as well uh, is that 24%, this is from the Center for Immigration Studies, they looked at data, everything else, 24% of DACA illegal aliens are functionally illiterate. According to the Congressional Budget Office, almost 20% will be on food stamps in 10 years. How is this positive, Jeff Flake? You won't come on the show to talk about it, you chicken little? Sweet. Three things I think you need to know. Well, you know, there are some good ones, too. Hey, thanks. Thanks for playing. I appreciate that. Uh, so there, there we have that, which is, which is nice. Now, uh, there's other stuff, uh, including Carson Wentz. There's a couple stories you need to get to. The media losing their mind, by the way. We have some audio coming up of them losing their mind. Uh, because of Trump's tweet about North Korea, where he tweeted, my button's bigger and actually works. <laughs> Look at Melania. Anyway, Carson Wentz, great quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I would think he's a conservative dude. Um, big success, by the way. He, uh, unfortunately, he tore his ACL or something like that right before the season. He was going to be the MVP of the league. He was that good this year. So anyway, he's a big hunter. He went to a, a 1AA school, by the way. It wasn't Division One; it was 1AA. And he was the number two pick in the draft last year. Cleveland Browns, great choice, trading out of that pick, not taking him. Good good move. Good move. Uh, anyway, uh, he tweeted, happy birthday to one of his hunting dogs. One of his dogs, right? Uh, he took pictures of his dog, and the dog is was pictures side by side. One is a puppy, and one is a dog as it's older. It's five now. With a whole bunch of geese. I mean, it looks like he probably shot at least like a dozen geese right there. He went hunting. So he writes, happy fifth birthday to Mama Henley. We've been through a lot in five years. Best dog and hunting buddy I could ask for. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Right? Of course, there are snowflakes out there. And since it was a picture of dead geese, people could be offended. That's what somebody on Twitter said to him. And the, the funny thing is that he responded to it. Right? Isn't that great? Um... One follower responded to Carson Wentz saying, quote, as a friend, really, as a friend, I wanted to quickly highlight that a man in your influential position might cause offense. And of course, they spelled it incorrectly through the posting of your picture. I supported sentiment. However, the context and content of the picture could offend. Really? It's hunting. Are you offended when you go to the grocery store? And you see cow, chickens, pigs, and fish there. I don't know about you, but I am. Because I know they'll be taken home and not prepared properly. There you go. And that's how you should be offended by that. Yes. So Carson Wentz fired back. Appreciate that, but offensive and controversial? Two of the main things I tweet about are Jesus and hunting. 
That's what I'm passionate about, and that won't ever change. When you love something, you talk about it, stay convicted about it, and don't worry about what others think. Good for him. Good for him. So Carson Wentz saying, basically, dude, get the hell out of here. You know, this is the problem with social media. I, th- I have a prediction within a couple of years, people are going to ha- they're going to be done with social media. I mean, I like to stay connected to you that way, but people are going to be at it because nobody's going to care anymore about other people's opinions. And I don't think anybody really cares now, but it's going to come to a boiling point where they say, I don't even want to see your opinion. Like, I don't care about you. I don't know who you are. You won't have the guts to say any of this to my face. I don't want to deal with the negativity you put my way because people have all kinds of nasty Twitter muscles and Facebook muscles. There's going to come to a point people are going to say, you know what? I only care about what people think that are around me. Even even people that are living in my community. If I'm not friends with them, it means I don't I don't care what they think. So I'm not friends with them. So why should I care about these other people? That's what it's going to be. People are going to say enough is enough. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Now, um, Trump tweeted out something that, of course, also offended people. The weak-minded. So Kim Jong-un has been threatening us for a very long time. 25, is he and his dad, 25 years, 30 years? And this guy won't stop. Trump has warned him many times, stop firing off rockets. Don't do this. He doesn't listen. So Trump tweets out last night, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un just stated that the nuclear button is on his desk at all times. Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I too have a nuclear button, but it is a much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works. He's taking it right to him. Oh, that's what's going to set the guy off to go crazy as if he's not already, right? Okay. How'd everything work out with Obama appeasing him and Clinton paying him off and Bush just ignoring him? How'd that work out? Not so well, huh? Not so well. Nothing's changed. So, of course, people have lost their mind over this. Uh, CNN's Brian Stetler tried to report this tweet to Twitter saying it violated their rules. Genius. Um, I have one uh, I have one from over here. This is some guy on MSNBC with a name I can't pronounce. Uh, an analyst. Throw him up over there if you don't mind, Ryan. This is what he says. Here we go. Listen. Up against the North Korean leader. Your thoughts? As we saw all through 2017, men with profound sexual insecurity can wreak oh. a lot of havoc in the lives of women and the lives of their families. Profound sexual insecurity. Have you not seen the three wives? That he has had? Wow. Um, but perhaps never have we seen a man whose profound uh, sexual and masculine wow. insecurities are literally threatening to annihilate the planet. I mean, the way he's wow. capitalizing in that tweet, his nuclear button. Um, I mean, any psychiatrist or psychologist would have a field day with that. But we all live in a world that could literally be ended uh, in terms of a habitable planet because well, of the sad man's insecurity. I'm wondering how. Wow. Yeah. So uh, his sexual insecurities are going to cause uh, nuclear war. So says an MSNBC analyst named something I can't pronounce. That's what you get on MSNBC, baby. And then we go. That was last night on MSNBC. How about this morning on MSNBC with Morning Joe? Listen to what uh, they said. Here we go. It's just, just, it's just look, it's just a holy. I have some it still connection to normalcy here. For him, all of our lifetimes, any president of any party who treated threats of nuclear war in any way, in a cavalier way, we've not seen that really from Republicans or Democrats. 
Anybody who treated this cavalierly would be roundly condemned by all serious people in both parties. He is not merely being cavalier with a threat about nuclear war. He's being cavalier in a way that makes him seem demented and deranged and makes no serious uh, of our serious allies or adversaries around the world think that he's a serious person talking in this way about wow. the most serious threat that the world ever faces. And he's wow, taunting okay. somebody. That's it. So he's demented. They call the president demented. Really? deranged good stuff over there on msnbc isn't it this is what happens when you stand up for yourself in your country seriously yeah, you're demented and deranged because when you kiss butt and and kowtow yep, and you pay him off to go away and they don't go away you're hailed as a hero and a statesman wow no kidding well we have that which is uh which is nice and then uh, the trumpster <clears throat> <laughs> Maybe this will be part of the fake news thing, because he said uh, also on Twitter last night, I'll be announcing the most dishonest and corrupt media awards of the year on Monday at 5 o'clock. Subjects will cover dishonesty and bad reporting (laughs) in various categories from the fake news media. Stay tuned. Yep. That happened. That happened. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, And then there's a headline coming out. We'll get to this coming up uh, as much as we possibly can. Another story about Steve Bannon going after Trump. Money laundering. What? Is this fake news? Is it? We'll find out coming up uh, in 3 KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Come on. Hi, it's 807. Was that wrong? No, maybe. Maybe no. We'll see. Check for approval. Yes. <laughs> Hi. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. They are ex- really quick before three things. They are expecting possibly a blizzard on Easter in Eastern Long Island Thursday. Good. I was just looking into this <laughs> because it's going to be 74 here, right? It's going to yeah. be 74 here. I'm looking at a New York uh, TV station website about the weather. And it says Thursday they're supposed to get, uh, you know, Wednesday night to Thursday, the snow. And they said on Thursday night, a blast of Arctic air will be there Thursday night. Wind chills could range from 15 to 25 below zero Thursday night into Friday. Friday in New York. Wind chills could range from 25 to 35 below zero Friday night into Saturday. How about that global warming? Man, only if we were part of that whole Paris Paris thing, we we could like pay and it wouldn't be this cold or hot, right? It wouldn't be this hot. It wouldn't be this warm. But it's climate change. It used to be global warming. And now that it's getting now that we're gonna be in that little ice age because the sunspots are dropping off. Really it happens. 10, 15 years, it's gonna happen this way. You asked for it. You know, no, this is all happening because you're driving a Prius, genius. Man, this is uh tell you what, I have to use the air conditioner. That's cold. Yesterday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My car. <laughs> Dude. This is insane what is going on. I talked to some of my friends back in New York, and they're like, dude, it's just so cold. I'm like, I'm walking my dog right now, shorts and a T-shirt, checking out mountains. It's about 75. And then I can't tell you what they told me. But I'm like, you choose to live there. You, you choose to pay high taxes, pay a lot for everything else, and get crappy weather. Your fault. Why would you want to go visit that place at all? I mean, ugh. 
Egg sandwiches, pizza, <laughs> bagels, Italian food. You know what? All no, that you stuff don't know. I can find. You out don't. Here. You don't know. You don't know that. You're, you know you, you didn't. Do. You grew up eating that stuff. You don't know. Don't insult me that way. You claim that you're a cook. You know, cook. You're a fraud. I sous vide. <laughs> okay. What do you do? Uh, I I stuff. <clears throat> All right. Three things I stuff think what? you need to know. <laughs> Number one, Rich Rod is out. They fired Rich Rod, the uh, athletic director. Who sent the email? The, the president of the university or the AD? They fired Rich Rod by, by email. You know, it's nice. He's probably sitting in his backyard. But oh, I got an email here from Rob Robbins. You're fired? What? Why? Got fired after a former administrative assistant accused him of all kinds of things, uh, you know, hostile work environment, sexual stuff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, however, she refused to cooperate with the university's investigation wouldn't hand over any evidence of th- that she was saying anything that was true. Rich Rod claims he passed a polygraph. They still fired him. The university says, we found some other things that are disturbing, so we did that. He's going to fight this. We'll see. He's supposed to get $6.3 million to go away. What a deal that is. You know the ASU coach that got canned? $13 million payoff. What a great deal. I want to be. I wish I was a football coach. Let me just do a couple years and just pay me out, and I'll be good to go. The right, I mean, what a deal that is! Six point three million to walk away, thirteen million to walk away. I know. I'll give you ten bucks. You'll walk away. You got ten bucks. Yeah, you know. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, Pima. We'll get into 20. this in a second. Pima County, uh, Huckleberry, and the Board of Supervisors. They're like, we don't care what you think that you voted down a bond that would have paid for that soccer stadium on the south side. We don't care if you said no to that overwhelmingly. We're going to build it anyway. Oh, yeah. We're going to do it. They actually put a million and a half bucks towards it already, the planning process for phase one, 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 one. Yeah. Uh, that's just that's just insane. Just insane. We'll get to that in just a second. Third thing uh, that I think you need to know is that a study was done by the Center for Immigration Studies, and they say 24% of these DACA illegal aliens that are not kids, 24% are functionally illiterate. But they're going to add so much to this country, says hairbag Jeff Flake. So much to this country. Uh, Congressional Budget Office put out a report last week, said almost 20%, nearly one in five, will be on food stamps in 10 years. They're going to add so much, Jeff Flake. I just say, we're looking for people to work on my family ranch. Good. Go do that. Three things I think you need to know. Um, now, let's... Uh, we, uh, did I get... We didn't, is there a prep sheet? This whole morning. I don't even know. Let's just play the, uh, the story. Uh, the Pima County story. Uh, there, there's two parts to this. One, I'm just like totally outraged by this entire situation. That's the one? There was one. Did you just title it incorrectly? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Don't do the weed story. We did that one yesterday. <laughs> That's the one. So uh, there's two things here. One, if you remember, let me just take it. you back. Let me take you back in time uh, to the 2015 bond election. Remember all seven bonds were struck down? So all seven people said, "Don't. we don't want to give you any more of our tax dollars. Like, we're done with you. We're over it. Um, and, and one of the bonds, I don't know if it's bond, who knows which bond it was. One of the gazillion bonds. James. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Pima County wanted to raise taxes 
uh, to build uh, 12 new fields near the Kino Complex on the south side. Soccer tournament. Yeah, that's what it is. Soccer tournament. And the people were like, nah, we're good. We don't want that. We don't want any part of that. Uh, it was part of, it included 20, that bond in 2015, that package included $25 million to start improvements. That estimated at $55 million. But voters said hell no by 16 points. 16 points, man. 16 points. Doesn't matter, though. Doesn't matter. Uh, Pima County Supervisors, Chuck Huckleberry, the administrator, they said, we're going with this anyway because we think you're stupid and we're right. And we want to revitalize the South Side and this will do it. Just like, of course, you know, just like the baseball stadium did, right? They did such a good job with that. Wait till you hear in this story with Bud Foster, their curmudgeon, high pants Bud. Um, wait till you hear, I mean, the way he did this, the hard-hitting questions, the responses given by uh, Supervisor Dick Elias, who doesn't want to drive north of River Road because he's Hispanic and he thinks Border Patrol is racist, and somehow Border Patrol is hanging out above River Road in Allie Miller's district in District 1, and they're going to arrest him because he's Hispanic. That's what he says. Maniac. This guy's, I mean, one of, the, one of the biggest losers we have, and he's an elected official. That, by the way, once Grijalva goes away, this guy wants to run for Congress, I think. There's rumors. Anyway, Pima County's approved a million and a half bucks to design phase one of the Kino South Sports Complex. They're still taking our money. I-10 and Ajo. 20 fields now. It was 12, now it's 20. They want 20 fields and a stadium. Because they claim people have to drive to Phoenix to go play soccer. And now people are going to come to South Tucson. To go play soccer. 20 fields and a stadium? That's a lot of soccer. It's a lot. Of, it's not just soccer, though. What? what, is, what? Well, you'll hear it. Okay. I don't want to spoil it. Wait till you hear what else they're planning on that may be there. And it's you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. Let's start with the story from High Pants, who, by the way, is a walking press release. A, a Just a walking press release for Pima County and Tucson officials, all the Democrats that run the joint. Hey, Bud, we want to get a good word about this. Can you do a story? Sure, you got it. I mean, there's no challenging whatsoever. One-sided, this is great, it's going to work, and it's awesome. Listen, here we go. Josue Solano is a second-generation Southsider who took over the family business when his father retired. He's watched as other parts of town got all the attention. You just have to go to the north side and and compare the north side to the south side, and you'll see the big difference. (laughs) Pause it, pause it. Where's the sports stadium on the north side? Can you tell me? Where's a, where's a sports stadium? There's where's a, a complex? There's one off of uh, Ida. Where? I-10. There's a stadium? It's not a stadium. No. It's a couple of fields. Yeah, where's the stadium with the 20 fields in the stadium? Where is that? Nowhere? Huh. We got some Pima Cotton Fields yeah. out there. Well, yeah, there's, there's no, so there's no state. Okay, so we got all the attention on the north side. But no. No, actually, there's no. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> but now feels a new sports stadium, which will be right down the street, may shift attitudes about living and working on the south side. Mm-hmm. Opportunities on this side of town are definitely, uh, you know, smaller. So it's harder to make a living down here. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Pause it. it. Is. There isn't as many opportunities. Yeah. Uh, again, when when you this, just sad but true, there's crime everywhere. But generally, when we see these things, you, you see the headlines. It's you know, man shot south side. Man shot, man stabbed, this happens. It's just how it is. I know you want jobs. Everyone's jobs and stuff like that. There are big, giant complexes that are out there already. 
Yeah. So the reason that people don't have opportunities is because the government doesn't go into more debt spending my money and your money to build stuff. Okay, that's cool. Let's continue. Down here. Oh, oh, yeah, it is. It is. There isn't as many opportunities. The new sports facility may help provide those jobs. It's icing on the cake for the Southsiders, a Southside which has been slowly shedding its reputation as a place to avoid. The criticism of Keno Stadium. Dick Elias. Where it was. I mean, there are some people who felt the Southside is too bad a place to go, but that's just ludicrous. The county is now investing what? millions. The first phase <laughs> of the complex is $18 million alone and will take a year to design. It includes an underground roadway to connect north and mm. south. While soccer is its main attraction, Pause there are it. others... By the way, they haven't included the funding for that. Did you hear... Go back just a few seconds. Did you see, hear what else? Everything they wanted... It's everything that they wanted in the bond that we voted down. Let's go. It's an underground roadway to underground connect roadway. north and south. Mm -hmm. While soccer is its main attraction, there are others as well, like rugby and basketball. Oh, yeah, rugby. But also includes an up-and-comer. Maybe taking a first uh, venture into pickleball. Uh, Pause it. That's Chuck Huckleberry. He says, pickleball, baby. We're going to have pickleball tournaments... This is going to turn around everything. It's You can't stop it. They're going to come from all around. I mean, it's like Field of Dreams. If you build the pickleball courts, they will come. So says Chuck Huckleberry. Let's spend all this money. The roads still suck. Nobody wants to open businesses because the roads are horrible. But this will bring in business. And you know, let's, let's just call it like it is. Uh, they're saying uh, people don't want to go to the south side because there's crime, and they want to say, you don't want to do anything. Grijalva wanted the stadium there because he felt that uh, Hispanics living on the south side are getting shortchanged. That's, that's what he felt. So, I mean, uh, should we just play the reverse card of that and say, you know what? I mean, according to Dick Elias, there's nothing but white people north of River Road. What do we get? We don't get roads fixed? We get nothing? Is this discrimination against white people? I want my highlight court. You don't even live in Pima County. I know. You're in Pinal. Highlight. Yes, so we're going to build all these stadiums that's going to be for soccer, also possibly basketball, we think, maybe rugby. I mean, rugby's a big, I mean, it's a big draw. I mean, look at all the rugby around. It's just, it's huge. It's, it's everywhere. And then the pickleball. Why would people leave Green Valley? <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> Why would they leave Saddlebrook? Why would they do that? There's more to this story. We'll get it coming up. Pickleball. pickleball. Chuck freaking Huckleberry. Yeah, there's a lot of things. You know, we might even get some big pickleball playing coming up there. Well, golly gosh darn, that's just fantastic. Oh, yeah, pickleball, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, there's more to the story. You're going to hear it coming up in about 5, 820, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. 826, we're going to continue with that story, the Pima County story. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, going to be 74 today. I think it's going to be negative 74 on the East Coast. Oh, boy. Uh, Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. I will put these stories up there and videos and things like that. It's it's crazy what's going on, man. And by the way, if you're a big pickleball player, I'd love to hear from you. You like pickleball? 880-KNST. Okay. If you are, I probably need to speak like this so you can hear. No, I'm just. This is why I can't have nice things. That's true. That is true. And that's okay. That's all right. Uh, so uh, if you're just tuning in again, uh, Chuck Huckleberry and the crew up there, what? Yeah. Are spending a million and a half dollars of the taxpayers money, uh, to start phase one of the Keno South sports complex that was voted down by the residents three years ago, two and a half years ago, a little over two years ago, but it's 2018. Now that was 2015. 
Oh, boy, they think this is going to jumpstart it. I mean, don't, don't you have, like, literally zero faith in them considering they screwed up the uh, the whole baseball stadium and that was supposed to bring people in business? Did nothing. It did nothing. Granted, it's only, oh, you know, what are they gonna, it was used, what, a month a year for spring training. So it's not going to be the big game changer that it was, but, I mean, what a dumb place to put it. And it's not because people, it's dangerous out there and stuff like that, uh, but it's because it's in the, literally the middle of nowhere. Just dumb. All right, so Huckleberry says, don't worry, it's more than just soccer. It's basketball, it's rugby, and we could get pickleball. That was Huckleberry's voice. Uh, let's hear it again. Here we go. But also includes an up-and-comer. An up-and-comer. Maybe taking a first uh, venture into pickleball uh, because pickleball tournaments uh, become popular, mm. and they bring in, again, turn tournament-type uh, tourism attractions. Yes. Hotels and hospitality are also part of the plan. Oh, and with growth throughout. You ever, you ever play that travel pickleball growing up? I mean, just in case your high school didn't have a team, you're on the travel pickleball team. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what it is. Well, I, I maybe I'm wrong here, but I, I the only story I've ever done on pickleball in the past was a butte on KVOA. This is probably like six years ago now. I'll never forget it. Uh, they decided to do like this uh, this investigation because some old crotchety guy up in Saddlebrook was pissed that near his home they built pickleball courts, so all you heard was, <laughs> and he's like, ah, it's just terrible. And I'm like, why don't you just turn down your hearing aid? It'll be just okay. <laughs> and I just ragged on, and not just him, I ragged on KVOA for doing such an awesome story on the the you know one man being upset at pickleball being played, and I ragged on them so hard, and then their GM actually called our GM here who was, I think, my third GM at the time. We're up to number six now. We're seven? Six, seven? I'm up to seven. Whatever, okay. Anyway, um, so he called, that, and, and then the, that GM at the time, named Glenn, called me into his office. He's like, dude, why am I getting a phone call? Why is this guy, why is this guy busting my chops? What are you doing? What are you doing? I go, dude, really? Really? Before you start giving me crap, why don't you watch the story? Where is it? And he watches it, and he goes, oh, my God. I said, yeah. He goes, all right, I'm going to call that guy back and tell him, Lay off my guys. Why don't you tell your guys to stop doing crap stories like that? I'm like, all right, that's cool. It was that bad. It was that, it was hilarious. Thank God for the bad. It was hilarious. All right, let's continue. Here we go. Plan and with growth throughout the South Side, it shouldn't be out of the realm of plausibility and mistakes, which may have plagued the original Kino Sports Stadium and fueled criticism that it was misplaced, will hopefully be avoided this time. Pause it right there. A gigantic walking press release. Bud Foster and his one-sided reporting. Well, yeah, hopefully this will just shut those idiots up that complained that the baseball stadium was put in the wrong spot. I think this will correct it. That's reporting. Press release Bud Foster right there. Or is it Bud Press Release Foster? Is this gentrification? I don't Who knows? It's, you know, it's, it's wasting money. They're trying. They're, I don't know gentrification. They're just trying to do stuff that's just. No people justification. Justification. Who knows? Just go back a little bit here. Listen to the again. One minute. You'll hear at the end of the story. A little more. Some more uh, awesome opinion journalism from one-sided press release Bud Foster. Here we go. It shouldn't be out of the realm of plausibility and mistakes, which may have plagued the original Kino Sports Stadium and fueled criticism that it was misplaced, will hopefully be avoided this time. But I think this time we're making sure to include opportunities for economic development, so it's just not mm. uh, an isolated uh, sporting venue uh, and nothing else. Oh, yeah. Pause it. Pause it. Now, we are live. Before we get to more one-sided press release from Bud Foster, 
Uh, that was Dick Elias, Supervisor Dick Elias. You know, hopefully this time we'll just do it right. Yeah, so we, we made a big mistake that was tens of millions of dollars last time. We'll just do it again this time. It'll be okay. Oh, yeah. And now here's the end of the story. And I left it in there purposefully so you can hear uh, High Pants, Curmudgeon, Bud Foster, who is a walking press release for Chuck Huckleberry. Here we go. Now, we are live right now in the middle of South, uh, the south side of town, and we have a new Walmart right over there. We mm. have a new theater right over here. We have oh, yeah. bars and restaurants. We have a new Costco yeah. right down oh, there, yeah. and we have a Starbucks here. Thank you very much. And now with the new soccer stadium just on the other side of the freeway, the cheap land, which fueled all of this growth, may go by way of the dinosaur. Meaning, I guess, things will be built on it. It won't just be cheap land. So listen, what I'm going to do to end this report is to tell you there's a lot of stuff around here. And this is why it's going to be good, okay? It's why it's going to be really good. Nothing in there from uh, from Bud like, why should people trust you when you screwed up the baseball stadium? Do you have evidence that people are going to come play tournaments here? Where is your evidence? Where's the data? How many soccer players are there? How many teams? Where do they go? How many go to Phoenix? Nothing. Walking, talking press release. It's what he is. And that's cool because everybody's biased. That's just how it is. There's always, there's no such thing as an unbiased reporter, but just be honest about it. Just be honest about it. 833. What do you think of that? Are you excited about that? The county's saying, we don't care that you didn't want it. We're going to spend your money there anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 880 KNST, 880 This is just, uh, this is just too much. Too much. But I dig it. I dig it. More DACA news. We have more, you know, if you missed it on that, uh, the stats. Uh, but apparently a, a big-time lawmaker is drawing, you know, is, is saying, hey, 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 there better not be, uh, he's basically throwing down about DACA amnesty. It will not be, it will not be done. Republicans will not be taken hostage. It's good news. I got it for you coming up in about 6, 8.33. Here's the latest from Fox. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, yes, yes. 842 on this Trump Day. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one. Rich Rod is out at the U of A, fired last night via email. I mean, it was a strange, strange, strange scenario. We'll do more of that in the next hour. Uh, But he was canned after he was being accused of sexual harassment, hostile workplace environment uh, by his former administrative assistant. Here's the weird thing. The university investigated. She refused to cooperate, turn over any evidence. Rich Rod claims he took a polygraph and passed it, yet he got fired. University President Rob Robbins, the AD, said they found things before and after the investigation that disturbed them. Rich Rod said he's going to fight it. Second thing, and he gets $6.3 million, by the way, to walk away. Uh, and she, the, the former assistant, wants $7.5 mil from Rich Rod and his wife. So there you go. Uh, second thing I think you need to know is, and we've been talking about Pima County. Uh, they are saying, we don't care what you think, Pima County. They are putting money toward the soccer stadium on the south side, million and a half bucks to get phase one going, even though you voted it down in the bond for 25 mil to start and 55 million overall in 2015. Uh, Chuck Huckabury says it'll be soccer, basketball maybe, maybe rugby, maybe even pickleball tournaments. Pickleball! I'm getting emails. What is pickleball? Pickleball is like, it's like a tennis court, but smaller. And instead of a tennis ball, it's some kind of a ball. And it's like a wooden racket. Just go to YouTube and type pickleball. You'll see it. 
Third thing, it's true. <laughs> I know. We were watching earlier. Third thing, I think you need to know. Old people. 24% of DACA illegal aliens are functionally illiterate, according to a study done by the Center for Immigration Services. On top of that, Congressional Budget Office said within 10 years, in 10 years, almost 20% of DACA recipients will be on food stamps. I'll post that on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio, so you can see for yourself. I'll do it before the top of the hour. Just give me a little bit of time, please. I'm doing a live radio show. Live radio show. I don't know if you heard about that. Live radio show. So that's cool. That's cool. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, Mark Meadows was talking with, uh, I'll play a little bit for you. Uh, he was talking with Chuck Todd on MSNBC about DACA, things like that. Throw him up over there if you don't mind, uh, tough guy. Thank you. Let's just hear uh, you talking about DACA, things like that. Listen. Uh, First of all, are you supportive of some form of protection for these folks? You know, we've been working very closely with the administration and some of my Democrat colleagues, uh, even some Republicans that are perhaps uh, a lot more moderate on immigration than I would be because the president has set a deadline in March uh, to deal with uh, the 674,000 people that were had deferred action. And so we're going to get a deal. Uh, We've actually been working behind the scenes, uh, not only with the members, but with the White House as well to to try to do that. But the president has been very specific on what he wants to see. You you, you had it there in the league. And what does the president want to see? And and Meadows goes on to say, and that's all we need for now. He said the wall. Wall's happening. Wall's going. It's going to happen. Notice, by the way, he didn't say, do you want uh, protection for these people? He kind of ignored that and just went with it. Uh, But Meadows also added, we'll get to the the things that he says the president wants, but he's, well, okay, he said three critically important parts. The wall, ending chain migration, stopping the visa lottery, along with more general border and interior enforcement measures. Um, I wish that they would do E-Verify. It really bothers me that there are Republicans that are so freaking corrupt and owned. The flakes, the others, that want to look the other way so businesses, chamber of commerce businesses, can hire illegal aliens and not have to do E-Verify. It should be a no-brainer to make sure Americans get jobs. Meadows said there's no way there could be any kind of last-minute scenario whereby only amnesty for the DACA recipients happens without an chain migration, stopping the visa lottery, and funding the border wall. That's cool. He said, if you deal with those 600,000 individuals, I thought it was 700,000. Anyway, without changing fundamental reason why they're here, we'll just be dealing with it again. And he's right. He's right about that. Now, real quick, and you know what? The next hour, we'll do it at 910. There was a great interview yesterday. Uh, last night I saw Chris Kobach. I love Chris Kobach, man. Good guy's just smart. Uh, Secretary of State in Kansas, one of Trump's right-hand men uh, when it comes to uh, illegal immigration. And he was talking about how to refute, you know, Nancy Pelosi came forward. Look at this DACA recipient. He's a, you know, a graduated you know, top of the class, going to study satire. You have to hear it. And he talked, I mean, this guy has all the answers. All the answers and how to basically de-arm the people that say, how can you be against these kids? They're not kids. How can you be against them just staying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, real quick, also before we get to stats about this stuff, uh, Chuck Todd said, do you think March is the real deadline? Because that's what president said. March is March the real deadline to get a deal done. And Mark Meadows said, March is the real deadline. You're not even talking about any deportation until months after that, even if we hit the deadline. But we're really looking at March. 
And he said, I'm encouraging our leadership to go ahead and do something bold in the next two weeks. Let's have the debates. Let's discuss. Let's get it. See if we can get a bipartisan agreement. So um, they want to make it happen. He wants something big. And by being big, he means less. Let's build the wall, fund it, build it. Um, let's make it happen. Let's end the other things. That's a big deal. And are you okay with that? It sucks. Trust me. I want everything to go my way, but it's not going to happen. So are you willing to, even though we know there's fraud in the DACA program, to know that they can't bring over future voters and people on the welfare rolls to come over, family from other countries, through chain migration, we just you know sacrifice the 700,000, and we just say put up the border wall, more agents. Is that okay? You're not okay with that? You do realize, though, then nothing's ever going to happen. I'm just telling you. Nothing is. I know. We're in the right. Don't get me wrong. We're in the right. But if you want them to agree on that, that's just what it has to be. And if you just say, fine, we'll let 700,000 people stay here, I wish we could not give them citizenship. I really wish we could not give them citizenship. I don't want them to vote. I don't know if they'd sue in the future and go, if we're here, how can we not vote? And they'll get some ACLU lawyer to do it, and you get some activist judge at the Supreme Court. Who knows? Go up there and go, yeah, you should be able to vote if you're here. You're not given citizenship. I maybe they can create a new class, a new a, what? A new a new thing where it's, you can legally be here, but you you're not eligible for these other things. What? You broke the law, whether you knowingly or did or not. I mean, if you're if you you admit that you're here illegally, you broke the law. Just like if you're in prison, you lose your voting rights. Which I'm all right with. Me too. So why not? Why not? Because I just don't like it. I understand. Is that good enough? I understand. But you know what? That's not going to get anything done. Because in any other country in the world, you do this, you are either thrown out or thrown in jail. We're not every other country. I get it. I, I, get, I, it. I get it. I get it. We're not. But on the other hand, they're not having the problems that we are for the most part. Maybe Australia is. But no, they're, Australia, tough on their, they're tough Australia on their Australia is throwing everybody out. Wow. They don't let anybody in. I know. I wish we could do it. We just don't have enough people that have the will to do it. We think. It's not like I, want, think, I don't want to throw people out. Yes, you do, obviously. If you, then I, if you say, what do you do with the 700,000 people then? Don't they have other homes they came from? I mean, you said the parents brought them here from other countries yes, or whatever. Yes, go home. I know, but you're throwing them out of the country. Here, bye. It's not a throw. Oh. It's an invite to go. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then, I, I know I there's know, no good answer. There's no good answer. Yeah, this might somebody's going to hurt. This might be the best. Reagan said get 80% of what you can, take the 80, and go for the rest of the 20 at a later time. Yeah, yeah. We'll get your comments coming up. Again, 24% can't. They're functionally illiterate, according to Center for Immigration Studies, these DACA illegal aliens. And then uh, uh, almost 20% will be on food stamps in 10 years, according to the Congressional Budget Office. But they've been wrong about things in the past, like the stimulus and Obamacare, but whatever. We'll continue to get reaction in five. Canis, T AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Do it 907. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out on this Trump Day. It is flying by again. Getting back in the swing of things. This, this is good. 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 Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Rich Rod canned last night by the U of A via email. Hi, Rich. You're fired. Sincerely, Robert Robbins. Uh, they fired him. Why? How? What's going on? Apparently, he admits to having a, an affair, 
But everything else he says is not true. His uh, f- his former administrative assistant made all kinds of claims that he sexually harassed her. Uh, he was shady. He was inappropriate. He was hostile. Everything else. Uh, and so the university investigated. Then all of a sudden she didn't cooperate. She instead got a lawyer and said, I want seven and a half mil from Rich and his wife. And she didn't cooperate at all or turn over any evidence. So the university cleared him and Rich Rod says he took a polygraph and passed it. But the U of A says, even though we said he, uh, there were no substantial, uh, you know, substantive uh, charges, we still fired him because we discovered other things before and after the, and during the investigation and things like that. So we're firing him. And he says he's going to fight the groundless charge that was uh, charges against him. Um, man, oh man, oh man, what a mess the U of A has on its hands today. Second thing, I think you need to know that the basketball program, the uh, old track and field coach, the old pharmacy guy, the professor, I mean, it. Jeez. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is Pima County uh, Board of Supervisors and Chuck Huckleberry, well, they approved it for Chuck. Million and a half bucks to get the uh, soccer stadium started down there. 20 fields, big stadium, you name it. It's going to cost a lot more when it's done, but they want phase one to start, even though you voted that down in the bond in 2015. They don't care. Uh, roads? Who needs roads fixed? When this can happen? They think this will bring jobs. Of course, roads. They look like they belong in, in Lebanon. They belong, belong in Syria, for God's sakes, now we're out of the 80s, right? Um, they won't be fixed because the money's going to this. They don't care what you think. And, of course, uh, Bud High Pants Foster is a walking, talking press release for Pima County and Huckleberry and T- Tucson, and he thought it was all good. Third thing I think you need to know, we're talking about this, uh, 24% of... DACA illegal aliens are functionally illiterate. According to uh, a study done by Center for Immigration Services, I'll get to that. Congressional Budget Office says almost 20% of DACA illegal aliens will end up on food stamps in 10 years. So, uh, hairbag Jeff Flake, why, oh, why are these people going to be fantastic for our society when we have to pay for them? Why? Tell me, Jeff. Tell me. Well, it's just the right thing to do, and it's just nice. I'll tell you what, Jeff, why don't you have uh, one of your uh, kids, a bunch of your, all your kids, give up their jobs to illegal aliens. We'll call it a day. Make it fair. Three things I think you need to know. And I, by the way, posted the story of the DAC illegal aliens that I'm going to tell you and everything on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Do not send me friend requests because I'm not doing that page anymore. Uh, Like naked pictures and stuff. No, just kidding. So, uh, Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. All you have to do is like it and follow it, and then you're in. That's it. You're in. I don't even have to accept you. You like it, you follow it. That's how good it is. I'm making it more open and inclusive. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You really accept them? Yes. Ouch, Mm. oops. And on, I just tweeted it as well. Just uh, follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. Maybe that's what Rich Rod should have did. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> You're saying things that are wrong. Ouch. Oops. Ouch. Oops. Oh, boy. By the way, I'm getting threatening tweets on Twitter. Uh, Betsy. Betsy Smith. Really? At Garrett Lewis, don't you dare mock my favorite racket sport, pickleball. Oh. Yeah. Betsy, I'll hold them for you. Uh, and then she sent, I'll retweet this. The Dosecki's guy, the old guy, a meme, a picture of him, and it says, play pickleball. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. Still doesn't mean it's cool. But it's funny. 
Very funny. Just don't get me involved in your beat down. I know. I'll pass. She's very good with firearms. All right, so uh, we have that, which is nice. Now, okay, let me, that. let me, let me. Not for you. Yeah. Lightweight. So, <laughs> Center for Immigration Studies, the guy, the director of research there, Stephen Camerata, said about 24% of illegal aliens that are eligible for DACA overstate their English proficiency skills and they're below basic or functionally illiterate. And again, it's hard enough to make it in this country when you're born here and you're functionally illiterate, right? Additionally, the research found 46% of DACA illegal aliens only have basic English proficiency skills. Despite, you know, these are jobs that we need, you know, the, uh, the big jobs and businesses and blah, 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 blah. Very educated people, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay, right, whatever. So Stephen Camerata, uh, Camerata from Center for Immigration Studies writes, even those numbers could exaggerate the level of assimilation. Uh, a high school diploma has become so commonplace among today's youth because of watered-down standards that it's no longer a strong indicator of skills. Similarly, Center for Immigration Studies research has shown that immigrants tend to overstate their English ability. When Hispanic immigrants, who make up some 80 to 90 percent of DACA recipients, recently took an objective test of English literacy, 44 percent of those who said they speak English well or very well actually scored below basic, a level sometimes described as functional illiteracy. So 44 percent said, oh, yeah, well, I speak it well and very well. They lied. They overstated it. Based on test takers with the required age and residency, I estimate that perhaps 24% of DACA-eligible population fall into the functionally illiterate category and another 46% have only basic English ability. Man, oh man, oh man. Uh, the research showing a lack of English, English proficiency among DACA illegal aliens comes as the Congressional Budget Office put out a report revealing nearly one in five, that's almost 20%, of illegal aliens eligible for DACA would end up on food stamps within 10 years. And the majority of DACA illegal aliens also live in low-income households, according to a study by Harvard scholar Roberto Gonzalez. The study found 73% of illegal aliens covered by DACA are living in low-income households, qualifying for free lunch at American public high schools, as well as other federal welfare benefits. And remember, the groundbreaking study uh, and info put out by FAIR, Federation for American Immigration Reform, saying illegal aliens cost us across the country $135 billion a year, and they pay in in taxes about $19 billion, no, or $16 billion. So really, it's a net loss of like $119 billion a year. Every year, with everything they get. Yeah, Jeff Flake and everybody, oh, these are kids, and they're great, and we need them, and blah, 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 whatever. Whatever. Uh, Chris Kobach, who I would love to be the next president after Trump is done. And I've said that for years. I've interviewed him when I was in D.C., on this show, in this studio. You name it. He's the secretary of state in Kansas. Uh, he almost became Homeland Security secretary, which would have been cool if he did, by the way. But he's Trump's guy when it comes to uh, illegal immigration. He helped write, by the way, SB 1070 here in Arizona. He co-authored it. He's a brilliant guy. He was on Fox News last night. Let's play 49 first. Uh, he's on with uh, Shannon Bream. 
And he's talking about DACA, and he says, listen, it's bad policy. He explains why this is very good, and he said even Trump should actually get tougher. Listen to this. DACA is, is bad policy. It's going to hurt uh, th- those 800,000 illegal aliens are in their 20s and 30s. They're not kids, and they're competing for jobs with Americans who in that age group are facing 9% unemployment, 19% underemployment. So we're going to be taking Americans out of jobs and giving those jobs to uh, DACA recipients effectively. And it's going to cause a surge in illegal immigration. How about so that? What would President Trump be willing to to take that hit, that bad policy that's also going to anger his base? Yep. You know, what would he be willing to get for that? What, what is he going to demand? And I think he has to demand more than just the Raise Act, which is Ooh. the end to chain migration, and more than just the border wall. He'd have to demand E-Verify, yes. mandatory nationwide as well, to make sure that this new surge of illegal aliens, which will come in, there's no question. If you if we grant an amnesty, they will come in. Make sure that they don't take additional jobs from Americans. So, I. I see the president sort of staking out the grounds for the discussion, but I think he needs to take an even stronger position and say, I need three things at a minimum. If I don't get all three, I'm walking. And, you know, we know that he's a great deal maker, but let's let I'm hoping that he holds the line and says, no, this is absolutely non-negotiable. Boom. Uh, Now, it's a very interesting point. If somehow there is a deal and we get the wall, we get an end to chain migration. And we get. I don't know if we get E-Verify. I would love it if we did. But we end the visa lottery as well. And the wall, again, the wall, would that stop illegal immigration? Because, you know, Kobach is saying, hey, if you give people amnesty, and you basically will, but these 700,000 people, they could stay here. They're not going to prison. It is what it is. They made it. They did it. He says, people will see that around the world and say, I got to get there too, because that can happen for us. But will that be stopped because we have the wall? And we don't have chain migration. And we don't have the visa lottery. Doesn't mean that you come here illegally with that, but we don't have that. Now, again, the big key to stopping it, E-Verify. Making sure everybody that gets hired is actually here legally. But, I mean, if we think the wall is really going to stop them, then shouldn't that stop the next wave? Then why build the wall? That's the conundrum. I don't want that you know argument thrown back in the faces right there. Well, if you think that... Uh, If you give amnesty, it's going to bring everybody over here. You shouldn't worry about it because you're going to have the wall, right? And if you have the wall, it should stop them. Well, like we always said, it's a deterrent. Yes, it's a major deterrent. It's a big-time deterrent. As if a desert with no water is not big enough. I think he brings up a good point. You're right. A moat. We need a moat. Right. um, I think that what needs to happen if this does go through and we do get this, and Chris, Chris Kobach said, I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're going to have an impasse. I don't see the Dems giving in. I don't see Trump giving in. But if it somehow happens that way, I think part of it also has to be we are going to enforce every law on the book. So if you come over here illegally, you're caught, you are deported. And if you come back, there needs to be even more. And I hate paying for it, but like 10 years in prison. Something needs to happen to where people then realize, all right, they're serious this time. If you if you somehow get here and you're caught, you're done. You're done for a long time. Right? Something needs to, it's got to be just more than, I think there has to be that. Uh, 919 on KNST AIM 790. There's more that he said. Matter of fact, he has, we got a couple more sound bites. Um, and one of them is really incredible because uh, Shannon Bream's like, well, you know, Nancy Pelosi's marching out this DACA recipient that is, you know, a genius and is going to be a doctor and everything else. And blah, blah, blah. How, do you, how do you counteract that? His answer is, is great. 
We'll get to that coming up in about four minutes. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis on KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. It's not my fault. It's got to it's it's be my you. Fault. It's not my fault. 923. Well, not my stop. fault. Don't forget my iHeartRadio channel, iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis. If you have the app, open the app and search Garrett Lewis. It's a free download. You get Garrett all the time. Did you do anything yesterday on the iHeartRadio channel? You know, I totally forgot. The day after vacation. <laughs> you spaced I totally it. I, did. I got home and I was like, what did I forget to do? There's a lot of stuff we need to catch up on. Still so is it's, off. It's okay. Yes. So Ironing. The kids. Dog. Who, yeah. Who cares about the kids? Oh, okay. <laughs> and you forgot that. That's all right. Ryan will update it. It's okay. Sorry about that. Forget yesterday. Yesterday's gone. Go oh, we have tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be 74 today. But it was great. It was. It's always great. 59 outside now. It's always great. Uh, we'll get to the Rich Rod stuff in a little bit because it's just, it's too much. And it's just a weird, weird case. And I'll get, rea- I promise I will get reaction and get the photos. I promise I'm going to do my best. But there's stuff we need to talk about and get to. And we're going to continue with uh, Chris Kolbach. And I know what, I'll put this video up on my page at KNSD.com. Uh, and share it on my Facebook and everything else. It was a great interview. This guy is, he, listen, he's the expert. If anybody can talk, anybody an expert on illegal immigration in this country, it's this guy, Chris Kobach. Uh, and, and he points something out that was very interesting last night also on Fox News. Listen to this. Here we go. An impasse is the most likely outcome. And frankly, getting an amnesty, the, the, the Democrats have tried to frame this like, the, like America is demanding an amnesty for these nearly a million uh, illegal aliens in their 20s and 30s. They're not. There's no demand for an amnesty. It's sort of a false crisis created on Capitol Hill. So, oh, is it, if, isn't that interesting? It's true. Think about it. Who's always the people? Who are all these people talking about amnesty, amnesty, amnesty? Politicians for votes. I mean, even people that you know, family members, friends, coworkers that are on the other side, they're on the, okay, and they, they don't openly just come out, you know, we need to, we need amnesty. We need to, do they say that? Unless they're prompted, do they say that? I can't sleep at night unless I get amnesty for these people. What am I going to do here? Oh, this is terrible. No. He's so right. He's so right. And you know what? We've gotten played for decades. By people on the right and left. Republicans would fundraise. Oh, elect us. We gotta we gotta put an end to illegal immigration. Just like they tried the whole thing with we gotta end Obamacare. Remember in 2010? Elect us. And the Democrats would say, We want to give you this, elect us, and we want to give you an amnesty. Elect they all do that. And then Trump comes in, he's not a politician. He's like, screw this crap. I don't need real I don't need this stuff. I'm gonna be honest with you. And honestly, look how he won his first try. All you have to do is be honest. That's all you have to do. But he actually had a job, he had skills. A lot of these people that want to be politicians don't have skills. What are they going to do in the private sector? Talk. So they have to lie. That's what they, they exactly. That's what. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they have to lie, and they just tell you what they think you you want to hear, and they they just go with that. It's 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 ridiculous. It's upper management. Well, and uh, is it Dun- Dunder and Dunder uh, Mifflin? <laughs> Dunder Mifflin. Yep, and office space. Yes, I know. Uh, let's continue with Kobach. Capitol Hill. So if if the Democrats are not willing to come forward and, and go along with these three things that would actually do something good for the country, a wall, a, not just a paltry 1.6 million, as Speaker Ryan has suggested, but the full 20, sort of not million, billion, <laughs> uh, the full 20 billion uh, plus that's needed. You know, if we don't have that and E-Verify and an end to chain migration, then it's not even worth talking about granting an amnesty because that's bad policy. Boom. And E-Verify, man, we got to make sure that Americans don't lose out on jobs. And by the way, for the 
If you're dumb, that doesn't mean for white people. By the way, I got a funny tweet about the pickleball stuff real quick before we put the last uh, soundbite because I have to mention it. I got a tweet from uh, at Jazzperman, whatever the hell that is. What? Because we were talking about pickleball because that's what Chuck Huckleberry wants to build down there in in uh, in, in new soccer fields. It's going to be pickleball and basketball and pickleball. And nobody really knows what pickleball is unless you're 75 or up. So this guy tweets me, my wife played pickleball with me last night. If that's the kind of pickleball that Huckleberry once played down there, maybe there will be a big crowd in some tournaments and hotel rooms booked and who knows. Gross. But I, I also responded back, no, she didn't. And then he replied back, no, no, she, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one from Kolbach. This is great. Listen to the question and the answer. How Because you know what happens is that if you do get in an argument with somebody like, you know, they're really smart, these DAC recipients. And they're college grads and we need them and stuff. So how do you counter that? Listen. Well, you know that the Democrats are pointing to the people who are success stories, who were brought here as children through no fault of their own. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, the House Minority Leader, tweeting out about a young man named Fernando. She says he was brought to the U.S. when he was nine years old. He's been an AP scholar, received the IB Diploma, an Achievement Award in Foreign Language for oh, French, graduated off. cum laude from Santa Clara University yeah. with a double major in biology and French. He is undocumented. She went on to say he's in his third year of medical school now and researching important new diseases. You know that those are the people that they're going to say, listen, these people can contribute and, and be great uh, assets to this country. Why wouldn't we want to help them? And, and that's, a, that's a really good question. But, you know, when Pelosi brings forward that one example, then I would bring forward the 2,000-plus DACA recipients who have committed felonies oh. after they got the executive amnesty from the Obama administration, after. including, in a few cases, murder. So it's a cross-section of illegal aliens. The notion that, that DACA recipients, that this, this particular subsection of illegal aliens is, is better, more meritorious, more deserving than the rest of the broad population of illegal aliens is incorrect. You have some uh, scholars and you have some criminals. Um, the notion that somehow these are special people that we must grant an amnesty to is simply false. Boom. Just like that. And I believe it was a little over 2,100 that committed crimes. And, and I know that because I actually prepared for the interview that I did with David Garcia. Remember that guy? Guy, he's an ASU professor and he's running for governor as a Democrat. And we had him on he didn't really, he had a, he put this whole, we had him on because he put a press release out ripping Trump about putting, doing the constitutional thing by having Congress deal with DACA. Presidents don't write laws. Obama tried. It's totally unconstitutional. So even though I said, go back to Congress and take care of this, this guy Garcia just started to attack Trump because he thought it would help him in the political race for governor. So we invited him on to ask him questions about DACA and he had no answers. He had no idea about anything, how many DACA recipients Dropped out of high school. What's the rate? How many are in college? How many are in the military? How many have committed crimes? But he thought they were all awesome. And that's why at the end of the interview, he asked us, live on the air, hey, next time you have me on, can you give me the information in advance and the questions? It'd be more helpful. I'd be more prepared. Let me ask you this. This guy put in all that hard work I love to, it. to earn all that stuff. But did he use scholarships and things like that? Oh, yeah, because he'd lose them compared to... That's a good point. Your scholarship. Where's point. your scholarship or your... Uh, I was told I have, I'm a white male. I can't get anything. Exactly. Whatever. It is what it is. I'll take it. There goes that white privilege that I was told I had. Uh, and, and okay, so not only is it a bunch of garbage, like what Kobach said, there's over 2,000, like oh, over 2,100, like 2,168, I want to say, that have committed crimes after they got DACA status. But remember Matt O'Brien. He's with FAIR now, Federation for American Immigration Reform. He also was the, uh, the guy in charge of... Uh, 
the USCIS, which processed the DACA forms. And he was in charge, he, his, his unit, he was in charge of basically overseeing fraud for the forms. And here's just some examples. We'll play the top one. We had him on the show uh, about DACA recipients. Listen to this. There were people with ties to terror. There were people with gang affiliations. There were people with criminal records. Uh, the whole program was just a, a giant funnel for fraud. Well, that sucks. Uh, let's play 11 after that. Yeah, so okay, here's more from uh, Matt O'Brien. Well, the whole program seems to have been set up to excuse any bad activities by any of the people covered mm. under the program. So there was a significant amount of pressure from the White House on down to approve these. Uh, USCIS, for example, sent out a memorandum telling field managers not to deny any applications because people did not have an identity document and could not prove who they were. There you go. I mean, so that's why I'm like, okay, it pains me to say just do the deal because these 700,000 people are a bunch of garbage. I'd have them reapply. All right, tell you what, you want to have the deal? Let's make sure they're good people. Let's have them reapply and do it the right way. Make sure you actually prove who you are. The ones that are tied to terrorists, you know what? You're you're not welcome anymore. You don't qualify. Gang members, bye-bye. Well, they had a, a DACA application, right? To the first time around, they have to apply for DACA. Yeah. So there's some paperwork someplace. Yeah. So bring them on back and go, all right, let's do it the let's right see way. see your paper? Yeah. Your original uh, paper, and then your... Well, let's fill in the blanks. And the new stuff. Let's yeah. play 12 real quick. Yeah. 12, 12, let's go in order. Okay. Matt O'Brien, here we go. He was on the show a long time ago. That's correct. I mean, it was a clear attempt to achieve an amnesty by executive fiat. Yep. If you look at the statistics for the approvals, there are about 800,000 applications total, and there was about an 88 to 89% approval rate. Damn. That's shocking. You don't get that in any other immigration program. Oof. Okay. You have that. Uh, let's do 13 real quick, because we always, you know, these, these are always good. Here we go. I, I believe there are a few. Um, who have been, been taking this seriously. There have been hearings. There were people from uh, USCIS pulled up onto the Hill to talk about these things when the program was first rolled out. The problem is nobody put their foot down and said, Whoa. enough, this is unconstitutional. We can't have this happening. Mm. Well, that sucks. That's why I'm like, all right, Jeff Flake. Come on, man. Uh, do, the, you know, do the last one. But then we got to go to break. Uh, 17. This is a great one from Matt O'Brien. Here we go. And the problem is this extends beyond just the DACA program. When I was the chief of national security at FDNS, we had a woman who was um, of an Iranian background who mm. applied for citizenship. We found, based on her travel pattern in her application, information that she provided to us, thinking that we wouldn't notice, that she had been in Iran for the Islamic Awakenings Conference, which is Iran's way of uniting with the Muslim world and encouraging people from that community to do bad things in other countries. We looked on YouTube and found her chanting death to America with yeah. the Ayatollah. Mm. And the Office of Chief Counsel at USCIS didn't want us to deny her citizenship application because they said it was a free speech issue. <laughs> yep. Jeff Flake, where are you on that one? Well, I'm doing some one-time thing and stuff like that, and yeah, nine thirty-five. Uh, man, I mean, I think I'm done with the Rich Rod thing. By the way, I talked about it for a while. We're good. There's other stuff we need to get to, including an idiot on a college campus. Uh, a, a Trump protester gets hurt and wants to sue the school. Wait to hear that story. And then the Trump tweet. He 
he may be an award show host besides president. It's it's awesome. It's coming up. Here's the latest right now on KNST from Fox. If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yeah, three things I think you need to know. Number one, 944, by the way, Rich Rod is out at the U of A, going to get 6.3 mil to, uh, well, to get fired. It's in his contract. Apparently, a former administrative assistant said he did sexual harassment, made it uncomfortable, did things that are bad, blah, blah, blah. He said, uh, BS, I took a polygraph that said no when the university investigated. And on top of that, she refused to cooperate with the investigation and refused to hand over any evidence. But she got a lawyer and wants seven and a half mil from Rich Rod and his wife to go away. How about that? Yet the university still canned him. Strange. There will be more that comes out. There always is. Second thing that I think you need to know, by the way, Rich Rod said he's going to fight this, which he'll never be coach again. But, you know, he just wants more cash, which maybe that's a good thing uh, for him. Second thing, I think you need to know, and this is uh, this is big, Pima County, Chuck Huckleberry and uh, and the geniuses up there, led by Supervisor Dick Elias, who thinks Border Patrol is racist. They 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 want to build that soccer stadium, you know, the one that you rejected in the bond in 2015. They don't care. Million and a half bucks to get started on phase one of the 20 soccer field and stadium. And, and stuff like that. And Chuck is like, you know, this is good because we're going to get other things too, like pickleball tournaments. You rejected it. They're doing it and the roads still aren't fixed. Yeah. Third thing I think you need to know, and this story is on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Please like it and follow it. Also my Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. Follow me there. Uh, Center for Immigration Studies did some analysis and some studies and said that uh, DACA illegal aliens have on average about 24%, uh, about 24% are, are, are functionally illiterate. 24% of them functionally illiterate. Are you kidding me? Congressional Budget Office says in 10 years, almost 20% of DACA illegal, uh, illegal aliens will be on food stamps. But hey, they're good, right? They're good. Thanks, Jeff Flake. Three things I think you need to know. That guy is fighting so hard to get them, these people that are going to cost us money, uh, the ability to stay here. Yet what has he done for Arizona? What has he done? Nothing. Well, I made sure that a uh, body of water would not be considered a lake, and the governor, yeah, yeah, whatever hairbag. I got that hashtag hairbag. I like that. I was, I got a, I got a tweet. Your flake impression is rivaled only by your John McCain impression. Hashtag bag of hair, because I said Jeff Flake is a bag of hair. Let's hear John. I want to hear me now. I, 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 you know, I, 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 Trump guy is just. He's just terrible. I know. That's what I'm talking about. He's just not a good guy that we need here. I know. We got to get him out of here. And by the way, Jeff, do you have a pulse? What the hell's going on? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm very excited right now. I I actually had some chocolate milk, and it's, it's going really well. Anyway. All right. So is that bad? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought John McCain and Jeff Flake were actually in the studio if I uh, closed my eyes. Don't ever do that. I won't. Don't Trust ever me. close your eyes. All right. So uh, uh, really quick, this is, this is a butte story. I love this right here. I saw this on the College Fix. And we'll get to the story about you buy, you being racist by where you buy your food tomorrow. We just got overrun by, by a lot of things. Uh, University of California, San Diego, being sued. A sophomore there, Mariana Flores, apparently hates Donald Trump. She, I mean, this, they should have just expelled her for this. She was demonstrating against Donald Trump's victory by standing on a busy San Diego freeway. Rocket scientist. I mean, genius, right? Genius. 
They were chant. She was part of a group chanting anti-Trump slurs. They shut down the streets. If you're dumb enough to go on a busy freeway, you probably shouldn't be in college. She got hit by a car because she was on a busy San Diego freeway. Uh, her pelvis was crushed, fractured her leg, other serious injuries, and now she is suing the school. She filed a lawsuit in late November, partly blaming campus officials for her injury. They weren't driving the car. See, she said they should have stopped the protest before it got dangerous. What? You should have stopped me from going on that freeway. It was dangerous. Excuse me. But if we would have stopped us, then you know what would have happened. And, you know, you'd have been like racist and stuff. And yeah. No joke. They part, part, part blame uh, goes to the university because they didn't stop the protest before it got dangerous. Did she not realize it's dangerous? To walk on a busy freeway? Has she not played Frogger? Uh-huh. Nobody's talking. The attorney for the university, her attorney, nothing. The protest began at Library Walk, went through campus there at UCSD. Next, demonstrators ended up on the I-5, an eight-lane freeway cutting through San Diego. I've driven on it. You have to be an idiot to walk on it, to try to walk across. I mean, you're, you're dumb. There are barriers to keep people out that you have to physically jump mm-hmm. over. Well, the car that struck her had gotten around an emergency vehicle that had been attempting to block traffic so authorities could shut down the freeway. Her lawyer asserted she, uh, the university planned, that is, the university planned, organized, and knew the protest was happening for hours and did nothing to stop it. Yes, we want those kids to walk on the highway. The freeway. Yeah, go do it. Yeah, yeah. My mom used to go tell me to go play in the highway. There you go. <laughs> you know, one time my mother left me on the New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, we heard all about that. Did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah. Another, another example of her trying to kill me in a snowstorm because I... What were you doing? It was probably my fault. I probably was a complete wise guy and didn't stop talking and had every answer, which I still do. So she had enough, and she said, I'm, you don't, don't stop. I'm going to leave you on the, the juice, juice. I'm like, no, you won't. Yeah, watch. It's the brakes. Leaves me. There's like 12 miles between exits, by the way, in the New Jersey Turnpike. I was st- standing there in the snow. She should be arrested today, my mother. Get to walking. There she is. No, no, oh. no. <laughs> I got a text saying the pedestrian's prohibited sign was not sufficient enough to keep these people <laughs> off the highway. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Uh, Now, she admits that uh, the the attorney says uh, her client is partially responsible for her injuries. (laughs) He claims that under the doctrine of comparative responsibility, the jury will get to decide what percentage of the injury is the fault of the plaintiff and what percentage of the injury is the fault of the defendant. Yay. Yay, yay, yay. So who can I sue for uh, going back to the buffet Three too many times and getting probably fed. the owner of the restaurant. What about the vehicle that got me there and the roads that I drove on? Why not? Just do it all. You didn't stop me, Garrett. I didn't know you were going. Even though you go every day. All right, nine fifty. Just kidding. You should take nine fifty. All right, we'll get we got to wrap up with uh, Trump. Maybe his best tweet ever. Maybe his best tweet ever. Uh, what he's going to do to the fake news media is hilarious. It's coming up. KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. 
and we probably should have talked about it a little bit more. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Jeff Flake picture just popped up my Twitter feed. He and Mike Pence friends at first friends at last shot because there's a story of Politico about how these two former friends aren't friends anymore. Cause Pence is in Trump's corner and Flake is in his own corner. Anyway, um, the Trumpster tweeted out something very interesting yesterday. He's going to have some kind of awards giveaway. I put this on my Facebook page yesterday, so if you like it and follow it, you'd see it. Trump tweeted out, I'll be announcing the most dishonest and corrupt media awards of the year on Monday at 5 o'clock. Subjects will cover dishonesty and bad reporting in various categories from the fake news media. Stay tuned. What? So you sit back. And Ryan, we were talking about it just very briefly. Ryan was wondering, is is it going to be a CNN you know, clean sweep? They've been working hard. Is he really going to do some kind of announcement? Is he going to like... Is he going to record something and put it on his social media? Is he going to have a press conference? Can you imagine if he like is in front of of the media? He's like, all right, everybody, I'm glad you're here. And they're all ready there. And he's, okay, now I'm going to give away awards. I'm the president of the United States. I got North Korea doing whatever. I got things happening. But I'm just going to point out how bad you are, which they really are bad. I mean, it's it's not it's not a myth anymore. It's a fact. We've see, You've seen it. All the negative stories, you name it. So... Can you imagine if he's up there at the podium? Where's uh, where's Jim Acosta from CNN? Oh, you're a real beauty. I got this for you, Jim. You get the award for the biggest schmoosh bag on TV. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Oh, man. Mika's face, the worst face on all of television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's just going to be, it's Monday at 5 o'clock, so that's 3 o'clock our time. I am, I'm wondering what's going to happen. I guess we'll have to wait. Or you think he's full of it? Ah. Uh, Russia's show comes up next. Talk to you tomorrow.